I'm taking a ride with my best friend. He's going to let me down in the next game. (laughs) (laughs) By dying. He's going to disappoint me. (laughs) Oh, God. I I wish that was... He killed a hospital. (laughs) He knows where he's taking his bullets into the brains of half bad people, half good people, probably. <laughs> Hire me as a lyricist. I, I can make this work. <laughs> I, <laughs> we can rewrite this song. I, w- I wish that uh, that's, uh, those are the lyrics they used in the, uh, in the, in the, cu- in the sad uh, cursive voice cover version they did at the end of episode six. <laughs> I joke. I, I love. I love the. I love that cover. I thought that was a great moment to drop that. That was awesome. It was very good. But uh, yeah. Welcome everyone to uh, a new episode of uh, Boulder Punch. I'm Alec. I'm Brian. And if you can't tell, um, but we're recording this uh, the day after the Last of Us finale aired. Um. Fuck. <laughs> That's all I can say. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Who would have thought we could make a good TV show? We could make the a o- good one. The only good TV? I'm kidding. The only one. The only one. Better call Saul didn't happen. <laughs> I still gotta keep continue that. I need to as well. I, I, I was gonna say, like, I, the awards forgot that existed too. Because it didn't win anything in the past year. Yep. Ugh. I feel like, we'll get into it more later, but I feel like just because of like the momentum, the show because momentum has a lot to do with awards and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like The Last of Us is gonna is gonna do a good sweep. Probably not of everything, but like, right? Pet. Sorry, good. They're, they're guaranteed like effects and makeup and shit. Yeah, no, that that's straight up like that. That's theirs. Just give it to them now. It's no contest. Like, are we gonna give it to? They're gonna be like, well, Better Call Saul has a very good fake mustache on him. It does. <laughs> it does, to be fair, but it's like, there's different. But, but dude, they got mushrooms growing out of people. I watched the uh, the making of um, documentary that they released after it was like thirty minutes, and they went fully in depth on the uh, on the makeup and the prosthetics, and it's like, ah, it's beautiful, and like. Apparently, fun fact, apparently the the child clicker from episode five mm-hmm. ended up turning out to be mostly CGI because they oh. wanted to change the like that girl was on set. She did do all that. Like, right. Like that wasn't fake, but they wanted to change the design to make the 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 pedals like smaller so that most of her head was still intact. Mm-hmm. Like she was still a clicker, but it was like, but you, you she still had a visible cranium basically right and most of her hair right so that's why they changed it but it's really impressive right like oh yeah but we're getting ahead of ourselves um we are uh there's a kid clicker in the show by the way (laughs) yeah (laughs) spoilers by the way for uh a baby eats a lady a baby eats a lady (laughs) yeah (laughs) like this is going to be a full spoiler in-depth thing which like 
you know, for the most part, should be fine for most of you because there's yeah. a lot of it that's unchanged from the game, but there are also yeah. a lot of changes. Not like there are some that are massive and some that are like, you know, minuscule, but like mm. there are new additions slash changes that this that like make the show distinct. And we will be getting into all of those. So if you have not seen the show and you don't want to know any of the changes, we recommend you watch it and then come back here. Uh, or if you don't care about spoilers and you or you have seen the show, just you know, stick around because we're going to be discussing a lot. But first off, how, how are you doing, Brian? I'm doing pretty good. You know, I I, I worked worked all day and then I, I went home. I ate food. And now I'm here. But they uh, work okay at least. Oh, uh, work work was fine. You know, it good. it got busy for a bit because we got a uh there there there's like a storm coming like t- tomorrow I think like tomorrow mm-hmm. morning. Supposed to be like a bunch of like high winds, so like we got a bunch of people coming in going, I need my coffee. It's like, fuck yeah. off. <laughs> like, like, oh of all things, yeah, coffee and coffee? toilet paper. Okay, toilet paper, yes, but coffee, it's like, yeah, we have a bunch of people coming up for coffee. I'm like, what are you guys doing? There's a shelf empty now. Maybe it's just because like I don't drink coffee, um, but. All of the I like, do, and even I'm like, what the fuck are you people doing? For some people, it's a legitimate addiction. It's it, it, true, like because I mean, caffeine. Caffeine is a drug, so it is. It's it, literally it's a drug that they put in our drinks. Yeah, <laughs> they feed us our poison while su- while suppressing our medicine. <laughs> Their medicine is crystal meth. <laughs> our medicine's cordyceps. Yeah, it actually is. Apparently. It is. I found out from watching, like, through watching the show, I found out that cordyceps is used in a lot of pre-workouts and is also just sold on its own as, like, a supplement for, like, health boost. And I'm like, no wonder, no. The, no wonder the Earth fell in a week. No, like, goddamn. <laughs> it was, we literally just eat it. We, we go eat, into the woods and find it. We eat mushrooms in general, so it's like, what the f- <laughs> Let's eat the mind control ones too. It'll go great. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> hey, how come that guy's got mushrooms growing out of his mouth? What room? Look at those little tendrils coming out. Oopsie. Mm. Oh, that fun one's fact. big. Fun it's fact: they work. <laughs> Oopsie. Right, right, raggy. We fucked up. Fun fact: the tendrils were going to be practical initially, like they did makeup tests with it. But the only reason they didn't end up doing it was just the logistics of resetting. Cause like right. it was it was real stringy stuff that would snap off, like how it looks in, you know, the episodes mm-hmm. when people are getting bit. But they were just like, it would be a bitch to reset. We can't we can't do it. Right. Like if you 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 gotta get it perfect in one take, otherwise you gotta make like a whole new thing and shove it in their mm-hmm. mouths again. It's like it's just just make it CG. Yeah, it's and it still looked good. Up. It looked good. It looked good. Oh yeah, anyway. no, they yeah, no, they look great. Yeah. Ugh. But uh, God, we have a lot to talk about. Like before we even do. into the show, we have a lot to talk about. We do because uh, everything decided to happen this week. Yeah, everything. Um, all of everything. It. Everything except Spider Man Two. Um, they that doesn't exist. That no. Nah. Exactly, because it's not real. It's not a real game. It's not. It's if a we fucking keep, 
<laughs> it's a PowerPoint. If we keep saying it, they'll they'll eventually reveal it. It's a still image. It's a st- it really is. They keep using that one damn image of the two of them just staring at you. It's like, all they have. I'm so sick of seeing it. I'm so tired. Can they at least show me the one image of Venom again every once in a while? No. We have to pay Tony Todd every time we do that. That man keeps making jokes like, man, I'm Venom, right? Like, yes, you are, buddy. We gonna see that? He's dressed like me for real. Like, if I were Venom, I would never shut up. No, me neither. Oh, God. Even if I was Tony Todd, who's done a million other things, like cooler and more impressive than voicing Venom in a video game, I've never shut up. Mm-hmm. It just boggles my mind that like the mark, there's been no marketing for this game at all yet, like whatsoever. Like we've only gotten the trailer and then like a couple things, like a, like just fucking like a CGI thing from that live at PS5 thing, but that's about it. But Let's get into some. Let's get into the news. Um, yep. So, the Oscars happened. The movie I was hoping would win and sweep won and swept. There um, you go. Film Twitter is angry because when is it not? Um, yep. I already made a tweet about it, so I'm not. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say I don't even understand what they're angry about anymore. It, it's it's. I don't think it, they do. I yeah exact. I don't think they do. I think the reason is just the movie got popular and they're angry about that. Like, yep. the thing became mainstream, therefore thing is bad. Like nobody really talks about it much because like it happens mainly in terms of blockbusters, and many times it's valid even if I disagree with it. Mm-hmm. Like, but for this in particular, it's a real eye opener of how many people on film Twitter just get fucking tunnel vision because they need to be the smartest person in the room, quote-unquote. Yep. Like, I need to be the smartest and most hipstery dick-ish in the room. I need to have, like, all... I need to have all the correct opinions. I need to have all the, like, non-mainstream opinions. I need to have all these fucking movies nobody's ever heard of logged on my letterbox D. Like, mm. and it... It's it's become less about you know appreciation of the arts and more about I need to look cool to my yes. followers and it's just fucking ridiculous like like people were straight up like calling to use slurs against against them because because of them winning and it's like uh... what the fuck is wrong with y'all like it's so it's it's so it's never this serious it is never like. And it's funny because they always say the Oscars don't matter until until they until they do matter. <laughs> like, nope. Until someone that until a movie they don't like wins an Oscar, then it's like fuck them. Mm-hmm. Or one that they do like wins. It's like hell yeah, this dessert is the best thing. You guys never even heard of this movie. It's fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. You fuck you. It's the same thing with Rotten Tomatoes. Like, yep. it, Rotten Tomatoes like, scores don't matter until they do. Exactly. Like it, it it's okay to care about a score or an award a movie gets. Like it's fine, but it's also never that serious. Like <laughs> it's fucking movies, bro. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's not important. <laughs> I gotta find that clip again. It's so uh, good. 
We need it's it's so universal. It's so universal. Just replace video games with anything pop culture, and that mm. clip is any whatever. It was it was very you know surprise like not surprising like not surprising in terms of these movies weren't good, um, but very surprising to see like you know Top Gun Maverick and uh, Avatar: The Way of Water get nominated for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Like, like again, I'm not head over heels for Way of Water story in particular. Um, just it, it's literally just because the first movie didn't grip me that much. Right. I think it's a good movie. I think it's a good movie. I think both of them are good movies. It's just like it's something that I'm I'm not going to be an Avatar stan. I'm not going to be a Pandora truther. Like I'm, <laughs> like like I. But but you know, for Avatar fans, I'm very happy, and right. I'm glad that they're getting the movies they want to see, and. The the best visual effects award was absolutely deserved because that was the most beautiful mo- beautiful looking movie I've ever seen. Like, oh, yeah. um, do you have any more thoughts on on the Oscars and shit? Next year, they need to bring in Muppets. They do. That's the only way they can let the Muppets host. Let them host. Let them host every award show ever. Like. Jimmy Kimmel was fucking awful <laughs> during it. Like, didn't he make like six or seven jokes about the slap? Of course he did. Why? Yeah. Like, he would not like, shut I, the fuck up about it. Yeah, like I think one of my mutuals is literally keeping count for something the Oscars are so ashamed of. They should love profiting off of it. Well, yeah, because it's like the one time everyone talked about the Oscars in yeah. years. Like. We gotta be like, oh, we're so we're so off. Like we we have to let Will Smith go. He's so awful. But also, this is really great for business. Um, but also, we made a bunch of money off of this. So I mean, and Chris Rock has his new personality that he's never gonna change until he dies. Um, never. Literally, just mad that he got hit for saying an awful joke. Yep. Like, oh god. He thinks about it every single day. He does. And also the, to you, Will Smith barely ever does unless he's asked about it. Yeah, like, ugh. and the I think the worst, not even the the jokes about the slap. The the worst thing Jimmy Kimmel did was trying to was like making a joke about Malala's name. Oh, yeah, I'm not gonna repeat it, but it was it was like mm-hmm. I I saw it live and I I fucking cringed. It was it was awful. Like. Ugh, Get the Muppets to host. They wouldn't we'll never, do this. We'll never have this problem again. Yeah. Also, Jamie Lee Curtis shouldn't have won that Oscar. She. I, I've, that, that's the other main thing I've seen in my timeline is everyone going, she should not have won that award. I love that movie. It deserved to win. The actors who won for it deserved to win. Her character in that movie was barely even a supporting character. Like... Yeah. I've seen everyone basically just call her role in that movie a glorified cameo. Yeah, like it's not just one scene she's in. It's, but it's like Steph. If the, if anyone from that because Stephanie Hsu was also uh, nominated for that, and she was the antagonist of the movie, uh-huh. she deserved that straight up. Like, right. and you know, obviously Angela Bassett too, and like, you know, basically everyone else in that category except for. <laughs> that's the main consensus I've seen is like every single other person nominated for that category 
could have won and it would have been fine, but they had to pick her. <laughs> yeah. Like, sh- Jamie Lee could have won for any other movie, like, genuinely. Like, yep. and it would have been fine, but this one, I was just, uh, but, um, but yeah, that's about it. But yeah, um, the penguins finally filming. It is. My man is dripped the fuck out. Like he's ready. Like I said, like I said on Twitter, it, you can't even call drip at this point. It's a fucking flood. It's a fucking flash flood. <laughs> what do you think? Drowned Gotham. <laughs> It was the seawall. No, it was it was the drip, Batman. <laughs> it was the penguin. They hate to see a bitch from New Jersey dripped out. <laughs> but yeah, like that's really about it for penguin. Just yeah, that they're filming and Clancy Brown's in it. Yeah, Clancy Brown's in it. If there's more info that comes, oh, Robert Pattinson spotted. Was apparently spotted in New York, where it's filming. Okay. So okay, he's so yeah. Be which there. that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah, it's no, cool that I, he. They've learned from Sony's mistakes. Of all right, we're gonna put the focus on some of our villain characters. Spider Man will not even be referenced ever in the whole movie. Oh yeah, that reminds but, me the Venom three rumors. Oh yeah, we'll get to those, but uh. But meanwhile, DC's like, well, yeah, we'll make like a penguin thing, but Batman's going to be in it. Yeah. Why the fuck wouldn't he be? <laughs> Even if it's just for like one episode, of course, Batman's going to be here. What about the past shows you did? Uh, don't they're not they're not real. Those didn't exist. Gotham. What's that? Batwoman. What's that? Gotham Knight. OK, we just sold that immediately. Don't <laughs> even put that on us. I don't know why they greenlit that. Like, I don't either. I I think I think no one was looking when I they thought, worked on it. <laughs> some idiot like at the top ha- had to have hastily done it because they saw that a Gotham Knights game was coming out and they're like, "Oh, this will be in connection with that." Okay, go. And then they yeah. saw that it was that it was happening and it had nothing to do with the game and they're like, "Oh no." Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. <it>. Jinx. <laughs> Oh, I never get tired of that. Just, oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh boy! That but happens every time you get hit as knuckles. It's great. It does. <laughs> oh god! But but yeah, no, it it is cool to see that. You know, he's willing to be a part of like you know side in that universe. Which again, like you know, a, like a bat universe. I'm not like extremely head over heels for. I would have preferred it being a part of the DCU, but like still Matt Reeves being able to do what he wants. Mm-hmm. But it's fine. Like yeah. it, As long as Matt Reeves is allowed to do his thing and make cool shit for me to watch, it's fine. Exactly. Exactly. I will survive being trapped with Damien. <laughs> oh, boy. But yeah, that's about it for Penguin filming. Yeah. Um, so some rumors are going around that you know the MCU schedule is shifting. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of rumors about the MCU right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Like, first and foremost, like, there is a whole... Again, all this shit, like, could be not true. If there is one thing that is true... Take we'll it with the grainest of salts. But a lot of people are saying that they're going to be stretching, like, Phase 5 and Phase 6. Like, they're, they're going to stretch the, the multiverse saga to 2028, basically. Like, and you know what? That's fine. I, it should be that, because... Yeah. Like... This should not be over in 2025. The, the the multiverse saga shouldn't take half the time that the Infinity Saga did just because you have more projects. No. Because, unfortunately, people haven't been jiving with them. Like, even general audiences haven't been jiving with a good amount of them. Like, yeah. I think that it's been, you know, half and half or, like, mostly... Like sixty percent good, forty percent bad. Yeah, but it's still like you know, it's a it's a bit it's a bit enough of a dent because the it, the perception in the general audience has changed now. Yeah, like pe- people are kind of start they're getting tired of it. Mm-hmm. They're, they're they want they they're seeing the audience has finally seen the pattern. Yeah, and they're getting tired of it. Like. And here's they've still made some really good movies, some great mm-hmm. movies. I'd yeah, say. Spider-Man, like, Black Panther, Shang-Chi, you know, like they're great. Like it, it but that that's the fact of the matter is that, you know, like I'm a multiverse of mana shooter. I will defend that yeah. movie to its life. And I genuinely believe that some general audiences are fucking stupid about that movie, especially those oh, of you on TikTok who think like classic transitions are stupid and bad because they're goofy. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you guys. What, what movie do you think you're watching? <laughs> this is a movie about a wizard with a magic cape that can fly going to other worlds with a teenager that punches walls and they become reality portals. You all expected this to be what Secret Wars is going to be. So that's on you. Yeah, like I, I think you, you, you quote tweeted that one like the thing of like I think it was like a TikTok or whatever of like the inf- the end game scene with like every single thing from every franchise ever in it going this is what people thought Multiverse of Madness was because it was like, it really was like there was a leak that was mostly tr- but at the end it was like Doctor Strange gets everybody from every universe to go and fight Wanda and I was like I think what? this is bullshit like, yeah, no, because, that's horseshit. Because this is the first, like, multiverse movie. We're not gonna blow our fan service load on fucking Doctor Strange. Yeah, like, no. We'll do we'll get prof- we'll get Patrick Stewart. Exactly. We'll get, we'll get Black Bolt because everyone that made fun of our inhuman show thought he was still cool. Mm-hmm. And we'll get John Krasinski for Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> and that's Got it. Him. Like there was a rumor recently that he was gonna be that that people were like, yeah, he's going to be, you know, MCU read, but no. that's been debunked. Um, yeah, no, he's not. If he was, he wouldn't have been in that scene. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, but yeah, so sh- things are shifting in the MCU accordingly, and it's very yep. clear that they are. Like, Ant Man the Wasp is hopefully is hopefully the last of this of this phase rush, of rush, rush jobs. Yeah. Like 
because there were some rush jobs in phase three. We won't lie about that, but like, oh yeah, but but phase four really kind of like No Way Home is a movie I shoot for, and some some shots have some very iffy effects in them. Um, that bridge, huh? Yeah, that bridge. <laughs> Even though most He's... of it, I will defend. Most of it, yeah. I think, still looks good. Can you believe he's behind a green screen as you as you see Flash walking down the street? <laughs> Can you believe he's not really in New York? I know it's it, crazy. It's just completely empty. <laughs> he's a fucking I, Silent Hill. Like I I believe the bit at the MIT get together thing was impressive. I thought he was actually there. Um, but I did not. But I understand. It's fine. But um. But yeah, like there have been so many rush jobs on this and clearly it has not worked to get more of a profit because the only movie that is made a billion in phase four is Spider-Man. And, you know, people are like, what? Spider-Man. Yeah. There have been more rumors that the lead of the King Dynasty is going to be strange and not Spider-Man. Those haven't been very confounded, though. So I feel here's I feel like they'll be co-leads. I feel I feel like, you know. There, there are going to be multiple leads, obviously. It's an Avengers right. movie. It's an Avengers movie. Spider-Man won't be the only guy, but he will be the main one. Yeah, you know how Tony Stark was the was basically kind of the central lead of all these Avengers movies? That, that's what, like, he's, you know, clearly the most important one in Avengers. He's the reason everything happens in Age of Ultron. Yeah. And, you know, Infinity War... Aside, Infinity War is Thanos' movie, but it does mostly follow him, aside mm-hmm. from Thanos. And then Endgame, Endgame, yeah, like, that's, but, uh, and and again, they balanced it perfectly with Steve being the, the co-lead. And, yeah, it, you get what I mean. Like, yeah. Spider-Man should be a, should be a central focus, but he won't be the only one. No. So, I still think that those reports of him being a lead or the lead will happen, but Strange will probably end up being, you know, another lead. Same with Sam, um, yeah. so on and so forth, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, I I think our I think we'll have like four like main characters for Kang Dynasty, aside mm-hmm. from like Kang himself, because I'm sure Kang will, obviously he'll be really important. Jeff Loveness did say that. Jeff Loveness yeah. did say that. So. Yeah, which that damn it. Can I just say, look, regardless of how you feel about that Ant-Man movie, I feel like Jeff is like the best thing that happened to Marvel in decades, going, this is what my movie is going to fucking be about. Set mm-hmm. your expectations accordingly. Exactly. The like, X-Men are not here. Like <laughs> the Fantastic Four are not here. Leave me alone. <laughs> Let me cook. Let me cook. I, I hope he does a much better job this next time. Yeah, and, um, and I think he will because, like, like we, I think we're all in agreement that like a good eighty to ninety percent of the problems with Ant Man was Peyton Reed. Yeah, and Marvel's rushed production mm-hmm. styles, like both of those. But, yeah. but like, Peyton I, I do Reed not blame is him for parent. Yeah, I do not blame him for Ant Man. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. Yeah, like. There is some stuff that is very clearly part of his DNA, like the Rick and Morty-ish vibe of things. 
Oh yeah, no, the quantum all the quantum realm people are just Rick and Morty characters. Yeah. Especially so I, the weird goo man. Mm-hmm. Like, so I hope he can improve. But I think I think, you know, some like a it was a good it was a pretty okay script. Yeah, it just it needed was... like another draft, I think. Yeah. Um but yeah, so like apparently uh Kang Dynasty might come out in 2026 now um mm-hmm. because they want Spider-Man 4 to come out in December 2025. Mm-hmm. Um like I think I that'll that. happen. Yeah. I think I think December is a good date for Spider-Man. Like it just is. It, yeah. We we no longer have Star Wars movies for Christmas. Now we get Spider-Man movies. Star Wars movies, those aren't real anymore. <laughs> no, those are all dead. They they, they can- died. But yeah, to to go back to the MCU rumors and schedule shifting and whatnot, uh there's two I really want to talk about because I think they're they're pretty big. Uh mm-hmm. one is Secret Wars is getting like a pretty big delay. Like that's mm-hmm. over to 2028, correct? Uh yeah. And the other big thing about that one that I really hope is true is it's getting split into two parts. Yeah, I, I hope. I hope that's the case. Yeah. It, especially if so so far the rumor seems to be part one will be like classic secret wars, while part two will be 2015. Mm-hmm. If they do that, they're set. Yeah, because like it's like it's like how, you know, Infinity is the big, you know, like Endgame had Endgame was very fan servicey too, but Endgame was a like for the most part a smaller movie, mm-hmm. um, like yeah, smaller. But you know, Infinity War, you were jumping back and forth like through all yeah. these different locations, following all these different yeah. characters. Yeah, like you got Iron Man and his boys going out into space to fight like Thanos directly. You got the Guardians going on their adventure to try to stop them before they converge, and like you got Cap and his guys doing their thing trying to save vision going to wakanda with black panther having a big whole army battle in the fields and shit and it's like holy and then all while you got thanos going all this other crazy shit going like i'm pulling my daughter apart like she's made of like she's a fucking banana (laughs) (laughs) like everything's happening in that movie someone photoshopped nebula as a blue banana But but uh yeah and one more thing um th- this is the one I really hope is true but I doubt it is uh supposedly Agatha Coven of Chaos is on an indefinite hiatus <laughs> because I think Kevin looked up from his desk and realized wait why the fuck are we making this yeah apparently it did start filming but okay it, 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 it may but- just get canned. The heaviest thing, the 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 heavy rumor is that they do not have a window for it now because mm-hmm. it was going to come out later this year, I yeah, think. And, yeah, and it's like that's that's impossible. Yeah, Echo, I think, might is apparently might be moved late later this year in Ironheart to early twenty twenty four, and then Daredevil to like mid twenty twenty four. Um. Which let's let's actually talk about that now. That's that's further down the list. But since we're on MCU, let's. That, that's a good that. segue. Yeah. Um. So, we got good news and we got bad news. <laughs> Which one you want first? Well, let's start with good news. Let's start with the um, good news because there's more. Of, there's less of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, well, so, eh. 
John Bernthal is officially mm-hmm. back as the Punisher. Yep, he's officially that, in Born Again. Uh, the rumor is that Jessica Jones was be his role in it, but mm-hmm. scheduling conflicts. Yeah. So hopefully that means that they will include her at a later date because mm-hmm. Kristen Ritter should come back. She's great in that role. Yes. Um, this is very good. I'm very happy to hear that Punisher's back, and it's her. Like they're saying that apparently, again. It's Marvel. Never trust them when they say that they're not holding back, like with Moon Knight. <laughs> I was gonna um, say that fucking Moon Knight. It's that you. My favorite tweet is that quote from Kevin Go. Man, you think we're gonna pull back, but then we don't. It's so crazy, brutal and shit. And it's the image below it is of the fucking SpongeBob and Patrick on the tiny <laughs> roller coaster. Yeah, I, love that. I love that. It's so good. Oh god. But like, yeah. I'm convinced Kevin saw the fucking bathroom fight with the jackal that we never got to see and went, oh, the whole show is going to be like that, right? And they went, yeah. Yeah. I I genuinely don't think he's been as hands-on with Phase 4 and 5. No, no definitely not. And that might be the problem, which is funny because people are like, oh, no, this is great. It won't be as hands-on. Then <laughs> Right. Like, like look. Creative freedom is important, and they should allow it. Like, look at fucking Blade right now, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, God. Yeah. Marsha Ali is breaking his fucking spine carrying this movie, going, no, guys, we have to make a good movie. Yeah, as he should, it? because that's he's the one who got that movie made. Right. We're getting it so, made. Yeah, so, so the, the smartest thing they ever did was when Kevin went, all right, you know what? Yeah, just let him fucking make it. Mm-hmm. Let let him have control. Let him do it. Like and that's fine. When an Oscar winner actor says that your script fucking sucks, you, you listen. <laughs> you listen and you let exactly. him do it. Exactly. But yeah, like John John Burnt they're they're implying that, you know, he will still have a brutality to him. Mm-hmm. So I hope that's the case because, like, what's the point of bringing his Punisher back if not to do what's that? What's the point of doing Punisher? Yeah, um, like I know Punisher has been portrayed as a more in a, in a more lighthearted sense in terms of like '90s Spider-Man cartoon. And I was whatnot. gonna say, yeah, '90s cartoon with his battle van. Give yeah. him the battle van in do court it. again, though. Please give him voice command, roll self-driving van yes. with a fucking missile launcher in it. This tech is in the MCU. It could, they could do it. They could do it. Do it. <laughs> It'd be fucking. Would it be stupid? Yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Just say he stole it from like a Stark warehouse. Exactly. Exactly. But like that, <laughs> you know what? That there you go. Because I just gave you free setup for Armor Wars shit. There you go. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think Take he should be in Armor Wars. I think I think that would be great. Yeah, give him fucking Stark laser guns. It's like, yeah, punish. <laughs> and just start shooting everyone. <laughs> uh, but, just becomes yeah, like, Ultimate Punisher, where he just screams and does nothing else. Oh god, that'd be funny. I, I don't. I would, I would be satisfied with that. I don't. I wouldn't need anything else. It's but, it's what Punisher yeah. deserves. <laughs> It's either that or you get to be leader of the hand and the book is cool for the first time in a decade or two. It's crazy. Who would have thought? Giving Frank a new status quo could make him a good character. 
Yeah, I, I don't give a fuck what people are saying. Jason Aaron's Punisher is fucking awesome. Talk your talk. Spit your facts. It, it's so good. Like, fucking Aaron's going, no, nah, Frank sucks, mm-hmm. but he loves his wife. But he loves the war, too. He so, loves killing. He, he loves, loves it. I do hope that this show can bring that element to him back because yeah. the his Punisher, show kind of got rid of that. Like, I like Punisher season one a lot. I mm-hmm. never watched season two at all, but don't. From what I'm aware, it just like does the same thing with season. Oh, uh, equip being the Punisher. Yeah. And then by it the end, he's Punisher again. Yeah. It, it is really funny going from like Daredevil season two to Punisher season one, where like, you know, Daredevil, he officially becomes the Punisher, like, by the end of that. And then mm-hmm. his show opens with him, alright, I'm done, I'm retired. Mm-hmm. I did it. And then, building his way back up, and the end is like, alright, I'm the Punisher again. And then season <laughs> two, I, I, I quit, I couldn't do it anymore. I'm done. I'm, I'm gonna retire, I'm good. And then by the end, it's like, alright, I'm the Punisher again. Or am I? <laughs> and then Netflix cancels the show. Yeah, so hopefully, hopefully here it'll just. Yeah, no, he he's yeah. Punisher. Yeah, no, that's yeah. bullshit. And, I do hope yeah, David. And, I do hope uh, uh, Micro returns again because I liked him in season one. I same. thought it, I thought it was cool. Yeah, yeah, and and here's the thing, Punisher should be a fucking in this show. He should be the Daredevil villain of that little arc. Mm-hmm. You know, don't make him the main dude. Just make him, make him a villain that Matt has to deal, or just a problem for Matt, mm-hmm. and not like give him all the focus. Exactly, because he got that in season two of Daredevil. He's fine. Yeah, exactly. I, th- I think that would be a good way to approach it. Yeah, but um, I hope. I think it would be cool if they gave him like a suit. Yeah, give him a real suit instead of just like I like the vest look. Yeah, I can go with that. I can I can go for something. I want the white and the white boots. Give them to mm-hmm. me. You know what he needs? The bandana. The bandana, yeah, and the trench coat. Yeah. Well, he already has that, but you get what I mean. He needs the bandana. Yeah. <laughs> you know why? So that when when him and Matt are in a room together, he can just point at the bandana, and go infinite ammo, yeah. <laughs> like fucking snake milk or something too. Yeah. <laughs> oh god but should we get to the bad news now uh, yeah so keep in mind for, here's what people have been saying mm-hmm. this is all just coming from call sheets and mm-hmm. these are the call sheets for like the first couple episodes of the show and yep. this is an 18 episode season 18 right. episodes it's a long so, one it's a long one it's longer it's a than real any other tv show yeah, it's longer than any of the seasons of Daredevil. Like, it's the length of three Disney Plus shows. Exactly. So it's a very big chance that you know Matt is off in another town doing something or in another area doing something for this first bit, and then these characters will come back. It's very possible. But what if they don't though? What if they? What if they just say, "Let's be stupid"? 
Let's be stupid about dare, this. Dare to be stupid. Dare to be stupid. <laughs> so the news is that um, the rest of that song. <laughs> I've seen okay. the movie thir- three million times. I don't know what how the rest of it goes. But the but the new the news is that uh, as of now, Eldon Henson and Deborah Ann Wall are not returning as. Foggy and Karen. Kill me. <laughs> Just do it. Hire Frank. He'll kill us both. <laughs> Frank, I robbed a convenience store. Kill me. <laughs> Frank, I littered on the sidewalk. I jaywalked. <laughs> I downloaded a free movie from Soap Today. <laughs> I downloaded a truck. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, but but yeah, um so this if if this holds for the entire show, this is fucking abysmal. Like then just throw the whole show away. Like I love Charlie Cox. I love Vincent D'Onofrio. I love John Bernthal as these characters. What is the point of it bringing them back if you're not bringing back the important side characters? What's yeah. the point? If you're not bringing back the supporting cast that made these characters, what are you doing? Exactly. I, I've seen I, I've seen some people say like this is inherent. This is an inherent with Marvel. They don't mm-hmm. want supporting characters. They want more costumes. Mm-hmm. Th- this has been a problem in a lot of superhero comics in general, but Marvel especially has been having this problem lately. Mm-hmm. Like, even in comics, like, with, with fucking like, with Amazing Spider-Man, like, fucking uh. shafting his entire supporting cast and be like, oh god, what did Peter do? And, is, and the result is that he got his fucking nipples milked by, by, by this guy from Brand New Day. <laughs> he got his fucking titties twisted by a homeless man. <laughs> But, like, by the scribble man. By the scribble man, yeah. <laughs> oh boy. That's but, forever gonna be his name. I don't care what I, his We're not gonna call him Wayab. We're not gonna call him Raven. We're gonna scribble man. I, I can remember scribble man. Exactly. Exactly. For all the wrong reasons, but <laughs> I can remember it. Yeah. But just like, it's, it's, you know, like having them is not bad. Is no, having them is, having them is, is bad enough, but. Not having them is bad enough. There's there proper you, grammar. There you now. go. There, there you go. go. I did it. Um, <laughs> not having them is bad enough. But like, if they recast them, that's fucking. I I'm, I cannot see Charlie Cox talking to some other guy and be like, "Oh, hi, Foggy. How are you doing?" Mm-hmm. Or going to Karen and be like, "Hey, Karen. Remember, remember these things we did in that show that happened. Remember that. Remember that time you murdered a man. Yeah, he was crazy." It was awesome. I wasn't. Even, I wasn't even there, and I. I somehow you. <laughs> I don't even know if you told me. <laughs> Did she? I, don't, I. She might have. I need to rewatch season three because, like, if she, yeah, I gotta get on season three. It's, yeah, it's time. It's time for me um, to rewatch it. Like, I'm skipping so, two. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw the first couple episodes. I'm like, all right, I'm good. All you need to watch is the Punisher stuff and maybe the finale, and that's it. Yep. Like, you're good. You're set. You did. But, 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 like, it fucking, like, just why would you not have? It's like Foggy and Karen 
are so important to Matt's life. Like, you cannot yeah. cut them, like, especially Foggy. Like, Karen's been dead in comics for a long time. Yeah, like, Karen has been dead for decades. So, like, yeah, she may not be important in in that set. Foggy is his fucking boy. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't get rid of even right now in the comics, like Matt is going on some bullshit magical ninja quest in the mountains mm-hmm. to like wage a war against the Punisher and his magic ninjas and his zombie wife priest. And Foggy is there. <laughs> He's there to be moral support and help him out <laughs> out of a fucking before he gets in too deep. Like and, <laughs> he's still there and he is a lawyer from New York. Exactly. Like fuck, I just like these Foggy is his boy. Foggy is his best friend through thick and thin. Like it, it like someone said this feels very similar to like how cut out Moon Knight's entire supporting cast mm-hmm. like in, for the show and I'm like God, if they do that to Daredevil, I'm actually gonna, I'm actually gonna blow a gasket. Like I, mm-hmm. like you can't do that to Daredevil. Like he, like he, like Daredevil, Daredevil, Spider Man, and X Men thrive off of supporting cast and relationship drama shit. Like as mu- as you know, people have differing opinions on those movies. Do have a substantial supporting cast. Like even yeah. No Way Home, even No Way Home, like yeah, yeah. Even though like m- by No Way Home they did like ditch most of the kids, they still kept the important ones that they needed, like MJ mm-hmm. and Ned, and to a lesser extent Flash. Mm-hmm. Like they ke- and you know, May and Happy are there too. So like and Betty, Betty was even though she was in like one scene, she was still yeah, there. She she was there. Like, the supporting cast is there, and they do things, and they matter to the story in some way or fashion. You can't like, just get rid of them. Like, and I, I, like, hopefully this is all just, you know, a misunderstanding. Because, mm-hmm. again, these are all coming from call sheets. This is how yeah, they're... So, this- it, it's very possible they're not in the first couple episodes, but then by, like, episode five or six or whatever, they're there for the whole show. Yeah, but it is also worrying that they'll recast because they Vanessa Fisk with um, right. She's played by Ayla Zur, and now she's playing be, play, being played by Sandrine Holt. Yeah. Now it At is first. I was Sorry, extremely upset about mm-hmm. this because I saw this as the sign of oh fuck they're gonna recast everyone else then oh no. Mm-hmm. And then I saw that once we go oh she was a Zionist I'm like oh never mind yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out that's her, her old actress as a scientist. Oh, okay. Never mind. This is it fine, is Kevin. It's not over. It is in fact it's not, not over. over. <laughs> it's not. We could salvage this. <laughs> but like, it's also worth mentioning that apparently, uh, Aledzer has a prior obligation, so right. that might be the actual reason why. Because that's probably the real reason. Yeah. Like they're they're like they're they're a multi billion dollar company. To, who hasn't been good with America? They're not gonna. Oh boy, but but yeah, like so that it is a bit worrying, but there are logistics to it that explain it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I hope and Vanessa wasn't the most important character ever in the old like to Fisk, yes. But I could live with her being recast. Mm-hmm. And also, like, I mean, she's rich. Just say she got plastic surgery. Yeah. <laughs> like, there you go. Also, you know, also, obviously, like, a lot of characters in the MCU have been recast already. Yeah. Like, it's, 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 like yeah. That means fucking, women. Yeah. Like, fuck, fucking, uh, uh, fucking Ross is getting recast with Harrison Ford. Yeah. Like, <laughs> It, it's, it's he's not, gonna be cool this time. Yeah, who would have thought? You, you play he's by gonna a good do actor. things. He's gonna be played by a good actor uh, yeah. <laughs> who will do things who, for money. <laughs> for money. <laughs> but but yeah, but yeah, he's, like it. it man, I'm just imagining Harrison Ford reading this script, going, "What the fuck is adamantium?" <laughs> for, Isn't that the I, rumor that it's gonna be dealing with getting adamantium? Yeah, the the current rumor is that like the big god island from Eternals is made of adamantium. So every country on the planet's going, Oh, well fuck vibranium, let's just get that. Honestly, and I'm I know I think I'm down with that. Yeah, I think I think I'm I think I'm down with that. Like, yeah, like vibranium well, does come not, not for, vibranium does come from space, but also adamantium too, right? Adamantium's origins I think kind of differ depending on the the time like sometimes it is like space and other times it's like just man-made like mm, yeah I, I think in the 616 like canon it's like they were trying to make like an artificial vibranium and they made this instead ah uh, okay yeah and then they mixed them together and went let's make a fucking frisbee out of this yeah <laughs> This is awesome. It's epic. But yeah, I, I like that'll that'll be that'll definitely be interesting. But but yeah, like the point is recast negate canon, but no. Foggy and Karen should not be recast. They no, should they're, not. They're, they're perfectly cast as is. Like they, they there is never an the, the only superhero show I can think of off the top of my head that had that much chemistry between its main cast would be like CW Flash in the early seasons. Mm-hmm. Like, like even though even though Caitlin and Cisco aren't Flash characters, they still they felt right at home being in a flat being supporting characters in the Flash show. Mm-hmm. Like so it's like not having Foggy and Karen or recasting them either horrible choice. So like or even just you know they keep one but recast the other like oh, that, that that would be awful. I feel like, I feel like that'd be even worse because like there's one rumor that like Eldon Henson signed on for Foggy, Deborah Ann Wall might not come back, and I think that's awful. That's stupid, mm-hmm. especially because there's been a really she's talked a lot about how she's been having a lot of trouble finding work after Daredevil got canceled, mm-hmm. which is insane because she's a phenomenal actress. She's like, awesome. like every one of those actors deserved an Emmy from that. Show. I'm they sorry, really did. Like that was actually snubbed in in like 2015. Like even though season two wasn't as good, that even that one in 2016, and then season three, like it yeah. it sucks. Yeah, even the fucking the crash the crash and burn scene kid 
<laughs> yeah, he that was made, phenomenal. He was amazing. I didn't know he had that side to him. Like, yeah, damn. No. <laughs> he murdered that man. It was awesome. In real life. <laughs> he, he, that was real blood. Yeah. He got arrested for it. But they but they, like, they exonerated him because it worked so well for the vision. Yeah, no. Kevin Kevin bailed him out. Yeah. He went, no, it was epic, though. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, I, it, whatever happens, I hope that this is just a misunderstanding. They, mm-hmm. be, they aren't on the call sheet because it's for the first few episodes because it just started filming now. Mm-hmm. Um, so hope, and they're going to be filming all year. Like they're not going right. to end until they, like December. Yeah, they got a whole year to come back and film. Mm-hmm. And also, so, apparently, John Bernthal because John was super busy. They need mm-hmm. to film his stuff first, and then yeah, you know, yeah, because. It is kind of surprising to think about. John Bernthal gets around a lot, actually. He does. He is. He's very in vogue. Like, yeah, he's he's in a lot of stuff. He is. And, like, and when he's not in stuff, he's doing like a podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like us, for real. Hey, John, give us a shout out, please. We need money. <laughs> oh God, you do. Oh boy, but but yeah, my not transforms. Yeah, you, you have your priorities straight. Don't forget. I do. But uh, I have a daughter now. Her name is Twitch. Based. Based. <laughs> Watch Earth Spark, people. It's great. I will at some point. I will at some point. It's very good. But uh, but yeah, like it. Hopefully, this is again. Like hopefully, this is a misunderstanding. Hopefully, we'll get news in the coming weeks that they will be coming back. Hopefully. Um. Yeah, I'm very worried, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to be as optimistic as possible. Mm-hmm. We'll just have to wait and see. I'm gonna wait and see before writing it off completely. Right. But um, yeah. So also very quickly, like this just came out that Marvel is is a subpoenaing. Reddits to release the names of the people who leaked the Quantumania script and also got that subreddit Marvel Studios spoiler shut down. So rest in peace, boys. Um, you had a good run. Had a good run. Uh, thank you for ruining movies for us or for in, in, Quantumania, in Quantumania's case, uh, showing that they had a better ending until they, until they decided to reshoot it a month prior to release. Thank you for that. Um, I believe that's the reason <laughs> they were they were embarrassed that like <laughs> I would not be surprised if that contributed to. Oh god! Like I know Jeff Loveness has said like the main reason they changed it is because this is Ant Man two again. Mm-hmm. But I would not be shocked if a big push was oh they know the ending. Mm-hmm. It leaked on fucking Reddit. <laughs> uh oh, rut were raggy. But yeah, that that's basically it. Um, all right, so we got uh three uh more things. Okay. Um, actually, let's do let's do the Doctor Who thing first. Stephen yep. Moffat's apparently coming back to Doctor, not as a yeah. showrunner, um, but to write some episodes or at least one. I'm for this. His best role, like. <laughs> 
you know, I I loved his run on Doctor Who mm-hmm. for the most part. I know some people have had their reservations about it. Like, like I watched the uh, H-Bomber guy's video about why Sherlock is bad and shit and talking about yes. why he doesn't like Stephen Moffat's Doctor Who run. I'm like, yeah, I, I get the point you're making, like, about, you know, uh, making the Doctor super important. Mm-hmm. I think that's just an inherent step to do, like, because the Doctor is already... Like, Russell T. Davies already treated the Doctor like a godlike being before Stephen Moffat did. So, right. Stephen Moffat just kind of made... What Stephen Moffat's Doctor Who is, is like a fairy tale. Like, yes. like it's very apparent in season five, but... Stephen, the Matt Smith era especially is like is like a fairy tale, you know, with prophecies and shit. And like, yeah, we're sick of prophecies and stuff, but like that that's what that's what Matt Smith's era kind of was like. Stephen Moffat did kind of flop around a bit, not knowing what to do with Peter Capaldi. But season nine and ten are good for the most part, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, his best role, though, is always writing one episode or a two-parter in a season because he actually has to write an ending (laughs) he has to finish it he has to finish what he started like he can't do mystery box shit (laughs) he can't put it off for another 30 episodes like he has has to to do it now yeah and it's the reason why people are like the best episodes of of each of these seasons were um, The Empty Child slash Dr. Dances, mm-hmm. um, Girl in the Fireplace, uh, Blink, and, you know, Silence in the Library, Forest of the... Like, that's why those are so highly regarded. That's why Blink is so highly regarded. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. But I am for this. Because... Yes. Now, I do want to be clear. I want new writers, and I want writers who were in Jody's era to yes. come back because you know people have their opinions on Chibnall. There were some really good writers in Jody's like you had Maxine Alderton, you had Vinay Patel, you had you had several others who could write some really good stories under RTD's new era. Mm-hmm. But I think you know bringing in Moffat back to do like one episode or two or whatever. Yeah, that's fine. That, yeah, I think I think that's good because yeah. he's good at that. As long as long as we push forward for the future instead of, you know, just reliving the past. But I digress. Um No, no, you're still holding on. You have to let go. <laughs> oh god. But I will watch that movie again one day. Me too. I need to. We will do the Star Wars movies someday. We will. I need to take some ibuprofen because, uh, for context, over the weekend I went to a where I laughed a fuck ton, and now my <laughs> abdominal muscles hurt. So I'm taking some ibuprofen to uh, make go. it not hurt. There it also didn't go. help that I had a bit of a stomach bug over the weekend too. Yeah, uh, it was a double whammy. Yeah, I'll do it. Um. So while I take this, uh, get started on a. Uh, Suicide Squad taking a fucking L. Oh, yeah. Uh, Suicide Squad killed the Justice League, the most highly anticipated game since... Anyway, <laughs> it got delayed till the end of the Ow. year. 
<laughs> oh, are you okay? I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, that the the shitty Suicide Squad game has been delayed because everyone made fun of it for two weeks straight, and they went, "Okay, fine, we'll fix it." It's like, no, you won't. No, you won't. Aren't you PlayStation? Aren't you glad you wasted an entire state of play over this instead of a game that people care about, like Spider Man? Aren't you glad? I got to see Dwayne the Lex Johnson. <laughs> yeah, that just like why does he look like that? I don't know. I don't. Know, why does man. anyone look like that? That's a good question. <laughs> what, is what is this Flash costume? I don't understand. Why is Superman's costume made of jeans? <laughs> Ugh. Oh god, oh lord. But yeah, they showed the gameplay at the state of play thing and uh it looks like a shitty Saints Row game. Yeah. I think we did talk about how like how it like Okay, we did? Okay. Yeah, last week or the week prior, but Okay, yeah, it it just looks like a shitty Saints Row game. Mm-hmm. It's bad. It's bad. And 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 then they got live service shit and it's like they can't just turn that off. I feel like that's this baked is in solely just a, a marketing stunt thing. Like mm-hmm. there's not like, you know, of course, you know, you got to make tweaks and shit, but I feel like they're saying it's because of backlash just so they can get, they can guarantee some people will still be interested enough to buy it. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. they, there are no fundamental changes they can make. They cannot no. get the live service shit out. They can't get the battle pass out. No, they, they can't change the gameplay format because yeah, if they say, do, they can't they can't give the characters unique gameplay because they would have to go back to the starting board and they've already done thirty times in the past eight years. Mm-hmm. Like, like it? No, the the game is fucked. There's no saving it. Like, what happened is just that Rocksteady wanted to make some good games. They kept getting rejected by WB and fucking. They were like, ooh, Fortnite clone with Suicide Squad. Do that. Yeah. And they're like, didn't you guys already try this with the fucking Bat family and it didn't work? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay, fair. (laughs) We'll go back to harassing women in our department now. Oh, God, that's right. Oh, no. Yeah, Rocksteady sucks. Yeah, I forgot about they're, that. They're a horrible studio. Yeah. Make some of the design choices in uh, the Arkham. Um, yeah. Hey, Ivy, can you put on some pants? I, I When I replayed Arkham City last mm-hmm. year, I looked at the concept art for the League of Assassins. Holy shit. It was so fucking... Like, whoever designed that... Some of the most misogynistic por- shit I've ever... Bro is a fucking porn addict. Like whoever designed that, like they need those to get away. Like that wasn't the final design, but it was only the Borat bikini V string on <laughs> like on on, on the assassin. Yeah, it's like what the fuck are you people? Why are you like this? You're not Kojima. You, like You're not look. As someone that plays Melky Saw Five against his own better judgment. Quiet is not a template. 
and is also stupid. Like, oh god, it's just yeah. This game, this game's just. There's no saving it. It's I don't think. Like, this isn't gonna do anything. And now Sony looks fucking embarrassing for wasting a state of play on that instead Man, of focusing if only, on. If only we had another big name superhero game coming out <laughs> this year that we could market and get the attention of all these nerds. No, I can't oh, think well. of. <laughs> And here's How's the that Wolverine com- game coming? Yeah. Here's a couple the thing. years, all right. Insomniac needs to be ready to show a vertical slice because yes. that takes time to do. Um, and it's clear they want to prioritize development first, so they don't have any delays, right. which is fine. That's fine. I just want something. <laughs> even, even if it's just, a screenshot, yeah, like, I was going to say, even just a new screenshot. Like it's all I want. But yeah, we talked about that to death, so um Yeah, Suicide Squad's fucked. Uh Sony's looking embarrassing. Um But for a video game that isn't fucked. Oh yeah. Good segue, good segue. Resident Evil 4 demo came out. Last piece of news. Yep. Yep. Last piece of news. Then we'll finally get to our main topic. Yeah. Uh, it's fine, it's fine, a lot happened. Uh, Resident Evil 4 demo came out. It's called the Chainsaw Demo. Because there's a man with a chainsaw in it. <laughs> it's very good. I was very excited about it. Most, as most people with work were. Um, <laughs> but, like, it, basically it's the, game, it's the gameplay chapter that we got back in October, but we can play it. Mm-hmm. And we get to see it to the end. Um, you get to do the rules of nature on yeah. Doctor Salvador. Did you get? Did you? Did you get to do it? I did it. Yeah, it took me like three tries, but I did it. I did it too. I was very. I felt very happy. I felt very big brain smart when I when I did it, and I was able to. Man, the Ganados are so fucking strong now. Mm-hmm. They're like, so aggressive. They are like. Again, people are like, "What? How are they gonna make you scary? Make it scary by having you get fucking bombarded. They just swarm you. I died so many times. Same. Like, like Leon is a one man army. Yeah. No, they they kitted the fuck out of Leon. They gave him like every movement possible thing ever. He could do so much. Mm-hmm. Which that's which I'll add. So far, this is the best playing Resident Evil game. 100%. It, like, it feels great. Like, it's so fluid. Like, mm-hmm. it, like the, the crouch is a very good dynamic. You can use it to, you can use it to dodge. Like, yeah. And <laughs> those dudes throwing fucking axes at you, you can duck. Or you can parry them. Yeah, yeah you can swat them out of the fucking air, because you're fucking Leon S. Kennedy. And, you know, like, just... And, like, also, I love the little is like, when you're, you know, trying to select, when you're looking at something, like, you press the button to look at something, the camera has a bit of a shake to it, like, a bit of a, a bit of a, like, sway to it, and I mm-hmm. like that. Because, like, it's, it's little touches like that that are cosmetic, but make it feel like it is in a carbon copy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it plays super well. 
Leon still says the lines. He has. He like, said, "I love that tweet where they edit the Simpson scene. Say the line, Leon." And he's looking depressed at his desk and going, "What? What? And everyone going bingo?" It's like, "Yay!" I, I watched Matt McMuscles play through it, and he edited that in. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like everybody was like, "Come on, Leon, say the line, say the line, say it," and then he did. And everyone clapped. I've seen some annoying people fucking nitpick the fuck out of the delivery, but like, I, it doesn't fuck matter. Him. He said the line. He said the funny thing. Yeah. I like. I liked his new zingers too. Yeah, no, he's great. Build me for prayers later. I, I'll let like myself out. Yeah. I love that one. And he's like, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> like in a very spiteful way. I love it. Yeah. Uh, he's such an asshole, and it's great. It is. I love and it. Like, and like, oh, what else is there? Uh, oh God, what was I about to say? There's Shit. two spawning cutscenes for uh, Salvador. Like, there are. Yes. Like, you can do both simultaneously, but one is, you know, the one we saw from the the uh, the showcase where you hide in the building and then he comes out. Uh, coming, uh, coming to saw the door open, and one yep. is if you fight for long enough or try to leave, he comes out from the gate that you entered in. Yep. But you can also do both. Yep. And they work in tandem perfectly. Yep. Um, I it's I, they put in a lot into this game. You can already. Yeah. Yep. And I I think I talked about this like way back when the the shit like first got revealed with like Doctor Salvador, where like. I love his new redesign where like you can clearly see under the bag that his head is just made of goop. Mm-hmm. His eyes are bulging out and shit. Because mm-hmm. like the implication seems to be like he's a plogus that like exploded too early. Mm-hmm. So they just put a bag over his head to hide him from the sunlight because the light hurts them. Mm-hmm. Hey, like, that is right. So- That's why they don't come out here. Yeah. Yup. That's why like, they were in caves and shit. Like, that's why you, you have little tendrils coming up when you, like, kill them and shit. But, yep. yeah. You can stealth kill, which is great. I'm very happy yep. about that. Yep. Leon's um, roundhouse kick shatters every bone in a hundred mm-hmm. miles. Yes, I love it. It's, it's great. so strong. You can and, do the suplex, too. Yep. And I love that, like, when you do it, you know, and you break like the 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 enemies' necks, they can come back up with the plogus like poking out of the stump, just, mm-hmm. just like crawl through. They, they all the Ganados are so good in this because you really feel like these are people being. You really puppeted. feel like Leon Kennedy. <laughs> you really feel like Leon Stupid Kennedy. <laughs> but 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 yeah, no, you're absolutely. This feels like a much greater threat than just zombies. Yes. Like, already. And yeah. I just... God. Literally, my one nitpick of the whole demo is when you first kill that the first Ganado and, like, break his neck on the wall and shit, you, there is no opportunity to examine his body with, like, a little text saying going, he's not a zombie. Like, in the original. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because I like that bit, and I'm like, man. Hey, that. you never know. It is a demo. They could have it in 
They could. Or they could have the line later. They could. But yeah, I I appreciate they're very open with the the parasites in the remake compared to the original because like mm-hmm. everyone knows the twist of like mm-hmm. how the Ganados and shit work and like what their deal is now. And if you don't go fucking play Resident Evil 4, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. And like, you know, they set they already set them up in RE3. So yep. And I, I love the, the, the opening intro that uh you know they it keeps in the stuff we hoped they would keep in that Leon was forced into this agency. Like yeah. even if we don't get a cutscene showing it, he explains that he yeah, was forced into this. I, I was asked to join this task force thing and like now I'm basically the White House's bitch. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and yeah, it's just very good. Like, I cannot wait for it to come here. Two weeks. But yeah, I think that's about it. Oh. Yeah, that's that's about all I got for now. Yeah. Oh, what was that, our episode about again? Oh, right, last one. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, that thing. Yeah. Um. So, this was probably my most anticipated show of all time. Like, mm-hmm. full stop. Um. Nope. You weren't exactly, you know, the most head over heels, but you were very interested, right? Yes, I was. So, the full season is out now. Nine weeks have come and gone, which is insane. It feels like way less than that. Um, it feels like it's been two. Yeah. What but, the uh, fuck happened? Again, like we've been saying past oh, several episodes. Just yeah. Destroyed time. It did. Oh, God. But so the show has gotten like fuck ton of praise. You know, like it's been hailed as one of HBO's best. Um, people are talking about awards discussions, so on and so forth. We talked about that earlier a bit. Um, so I guess, you know, let's just start off. What are your general quick, quick general thoughts on it? Uh, it, I mean, it's, it's pretty damn good, you know, like mm-hmm. it's, it, it is that video game I played a decade ago, but a TV show. Yeah. You know, like it, yeah. That, like, there are a few things that I'm, I'm kind of like iffy on, but like, we'll get to those later. But as is like, it, it's good, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like it, it's a good piece of piece of television there I mm-hmm. there's more zombies but that's a whole other thing yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that is a very common and one that like we said we'll get into later and mm-hmm. one that I agree with to an extent mm-hmm. but this was everything I wanted it to be and hoped it would be and then some like from the first episode alone like I was just like for me it was this air of is this really happening? I can't believe this. I can't believe this is real and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and it was just, you know, so well done. Um, it's great for a change to see a live action game adaptation where you can tell people actually played the game. Um, right. And it like, it has set the bar 
for live action game adaptations full stop like mm-hmm. like you know people bring up you know of course like arcane and cyberpunk we're not talking about those like you know animation like you know again not that they they can't coexist i'm just saying in terms of like live action animation yeah, like, the, like the only other competition is like sonic yeah and like i think they just did stuff here beautifully like um everything from you know script to uh cinematography to like acting to set design to fucking like to you know the clickers and mm-hmm. just it's it's been like this was a very expensive show to make and you can and even then you, you could tell it was very hard to make because they had to obviously cut back on some things but let's start with um you know the good the good of it right mm-hmm. yeah so um what were your favorite like let's start with you know just talking about characters because I'm pretty sure we have same general gist uh Pedro oh, Pascal yeah. and Bella Ramsey phenomenal just holy shit give them all the money mm-hmm. like all the award all like I like the original performances are two award-winning performances the mm. fact that they were able to do them again and make them feel you know faithful but fresh and still like you know not feel like an imitation like because you know that's why, again, this is why they told them to not play the games. Yeah. Because they didn't want it to be a, a cheap imitation. Because no, they want like, to, them to give their own take and energy to these characters. Mm-hmm. And even then, there are so many moments where, like, you, you hear Pedro. He sounds like Troy Baker's Joel. Yeah, I was, was going to say, he just sounds like Troy Baker. Like, and what there's so many moments with Bella Ramsey where they sound like Ashley Johnson did like mm-hmm. and they both bring so much new stuff to the table too for both of those characters like mm-hmm. Bella brings more of an inherent darkness to Ellie in this story and Pedro brings in a vulnerable very closed off like even more so closed off you know like mentality where not much like he's still an asshole but like not in terms of fucking, like, how do I say it? Like, he's not being outwardly every five seconds. No. But he is very withdrawn. He is very, just like, he's not, he's barely a person at the start of the show. Like, after after the time skip. And they show it by him just, like, his relationship with Tess is more hollow than she'd want it to be because of because him you know he won't allow himself to feel that way because they can't do that again like it's just both of them like are fucking incredible and Mm -hmm. all the actors in this show for like you know all the supporting characters and all these fucking phenomenal like uh you know we'll have some you know discussion about like you know certain changes to her character later but um 
you know, Anna Torvis Tess. She was great. Mm-hmm. Like she played that role very well. Yeah. Uh, Gabriel Luna is Tommy fucking like he was, a, he's a mega fan of these games. Yep. And you can feel it. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I understand why he wasn't in it more because you know, he's not in the game much, but damn it. I wish he was in the show more. Hey, season two, baby. Well, I don't like that. Tommy though. <laughs> That's when he broke. Hey, you never know. They might they might no. make certain changes that might, you know, appeal to you. I'm considering the news of how season two and three are working with part two, I don't know, man. We'll get into that later. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking your theory from from our discussions before is right, and that makes me sad. I'm sorry. Skill issue. <laughs> yeah, Niels can't write just disagree Um, (laughs) uh, i can't laugh i can't laugh it's gonna hurt Uh, i'm sorry no it's okay (laughs) um but god uh fucking lamar johnson and Kayvon woodard as as henry and sam Mm -hmm. they made me cry like they made me ball my eyes out like just (laughs) oh Like, oh my god. Like, Merle Dandridge coming back as Marlene is just, was awesome. Like, she yeah. did great. Like, you know, the, the scene she gets with Ash uh, as Azana, like, added a lot to her, I think. Like, because, mm-hmm. you know, it's very much like in the game where she's only at the beginning and the end. Like, we never see her in between. Um, yeah. But I think that flashback was a good addition and one that made sense for her character, I think, anyway. Um, because, you know, they in the game it is implied that, you know, like, not even implied. She said she was, she was close with Ellie's mom. Um, but this showed, like, you know, much like Ellie and Riley, they had a, they had a friendship. Maybe something more than that. Um, they were roommates. They were roommates. Well, Ellie and Riley literally were. Roommates. They literally were roommates. <laughs> oh yeah, God. Storm Reed is Riley. Fuck man, <laughs> fucking awesome. Like she played off of Bella so well. My favorite little line from her was like, uh, "We're when I was like, where are we going?" And then she's like, "Through a damn window." <laughs> like it's because that that feels like how teenagers talk to each other. Yeah. Like, in that goofy-ish tone, oh yeah, <laughs> but, like that, like that, that was that was that was fun. Like she, she brought like a nice depth to Riley. Like, yeah, you know about about her parents, about her family being killed, and you know her, like you know, Fireflies are offering her, you know, a new place to belong, and you know that dichotomy with Ellie, like just very well yeah. done. Hey, do you like this old TV show from like thirty years ago? Guess what? You joined our crew. <laughs> it took me a second. It took me a second to. <laughs> and then Firefly. We're, they're, again, they're all just Joss Whedon fans. That's why they're all gonna, stupid. I was going to say that show didn't happen in this universe, but it came out in 2001. It so. still happened, baby. And Serenity didn't come out, thank God. Yeah. Um, Man, the, the people of that world are going to live. In, 
not knowing the horrible plans that Just Sweden have for future seasons, so they're still gonna want more. Joss Whedon's a big, um, what's that one anime that people hate called? Um, redo of a healer fan. <laughs> what's that one? All of them? I don't know. <laughs> but you know which one I'm talking about. I think you do anyway. I, I don't. It, uh, it's very bad. Very, very bad stuff in that. Like, okay. not just in terms of quality, but just ethically. Um, okay. Don't look into it. Trust me. You just want to know. Um, but uh, yeah, like performances are great. Like moments in episodes that favorites. Like, tell me about some of your favorite like moments and stuff. Uh, okay. Um, that the uh, I guess I'll go like chronologically. So. Uh, first episode, my favorite part was like you know when the outbreak like got started, started, and like we got mm-hmm. to see like shit going wrong. No, actually, my favorite part's the cold open mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's my real favorite part. I forgot for a sec that... when he's just like the droning music, like yeah, going on while he's explaining that there is no cure for these things. Like these, this will completely take us over. Like when he's like the world will get slightly warmer. Fucking, fucking yeah. throat and stomach. Like I just, yeah. like, like yeah. It's so good. Like oh yeah, cordyceps. You know, they can't survive inside like a body of like a temperature above like so and so degrees. Yeah, sure. What if the world got warmer? Then they'd have to evolve to survive those types of temperatures. Mm-hmm. Then what? And everyone, everyone just kind of looks around like, uh, huh. There was a great moment where he was like talking about, you know, uh, talking about, you know, poison mines that are being like, you know, the camera just kind of had like, you know, showed the audience who are like so transfixed on this that they're just look like robots. They look like zombies. Yeah, (laughs) I thought that was great. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that. that, Oh, no, you go. Oh, no, I I didn't want to take away from. I just want to say, like, I was like, so if that happens, we lose. And and the ugh. all right, continue. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, you're good. Uh, yeah, that that self remember part. Uh, let's let's see. Um, what else? Uh, oh, um, the the clicker fight in the the museum is mm. it's so good. Like that, I love that they really just escalate. Like two clickers in a room, that's death. Mm-hmm. That you're done. Good luck. Yeah. Get good. <laughs> Very accurate to the game for real. Mm-hmm. Just like I, I loved all the tweets being like, this is so accurate. It's just like when I fought clickers and lost all my ammo and died. Yeah. No, I saw more going, this is bullshit. It's nothing like the game. Joel didn't have to restart 14 times after walking into this room. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh god. Oh, <laughs> oh, god. But yeah, I know that. That's just great. Uh, let's see. I, I'm basically trying to pick out like one moment from every episode just to mm-hmm. be like, keep it going. Uh, so that was like one, two, uh, three. Oh, God. Was th- three? Was three or four? 
Bill and Frank? Three. Okay, I thought so. That whole episode. <laughs> just, just all of it, you know? But, but I guess if I had to pick one moment, I guess it'd just be like, the government are all Nazis! <laughs> As he's squatting. That was a big one. They literally just should like, just be Ron Swanson, but yeah, just, just be, be Ron Swanson. Yeah. Just he'll be, be sad Ron- and gay. Be the Ron Swanson you were born to be. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that man would build wedding rings out of a lamp. Oh, he would. He would. <laughs> it's my favorite bit of all Parks and Rec. <laughs> I need to rewatch it. It's been, it's been a while. Yeah. I never saw like all of it. I've only seen like bits and pieces. It, that's but that's easily my favorite yeah. part. Yeah. It's just, it's just, he just takes a fucking lamp out of a wall <laughs> and rips it apart and turns it into fucking wedding rings. I'm convinced it's a built it here. <laughs> this is a real man. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, just that yeah, I guess if I had to pick one moment, yeah, that that was just hilarious. I love that bit. Uh mm. But the whole episode, though, is just fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. For th- that's when they get to Kansas City, right? Yeah. Uh, just, just anytime Ellie and Joel were just talking, really, I guess, just like, mm-hmm. especially when she started bringing out the jokes. Yeah, that was great. It, it, it Joel's just like, nope. Because he, cause he's feeling again and he can't. Like, yep. He doesn't like, know how to cope with it. Yep, nope, the, nope, these are funny. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> like, like, I love, like, towards the end of the episode, like, he actually chuckles at one. He's like, ah, I got you. So he didn't. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. It was so funny, but so sweet. And I was like, yeah. Oh. yeah. And then they almost die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, they didn't because he had an unloaded gun, but still. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> Henry's cool like that. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Five. I mean, you know. The horde. <laughs> A the horde. F- the fucking flood. Just the fucking boom. It just <laughs> and then the pillow man rises. The pillow man. <laughs> that fucking tweet from Darby kills me every time I think about it. Oh, that was so See from community, just him wrapping pillows, running in. <laughs> <laughs> That is the bloater. It is. That is. That's how they yeah. should design it next season. That is. <laughs> That's what the fucking uh, oh god, what are they called? The the swarmers, like the 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 the, the weird stalkers. ones. Stalkers. Oh, shamblers. Shamblers. That's what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what those will be. They're just covered in pillows. <laughs> <laughs> That's their mutation. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that one. Uh, six. Oh, god, there's alien. I'm trying to think of. I don't even, I don't even remember what happens in six now. God damn it. Uh, wow. I'm sorry. Uh, Says so much about that episode. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I know it's it's the one before Left Behind. It's the one so, where they like, go to Jackson. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Then, in which case Tommy and Joel's conversation. Mm-hmm. 
just when they're just alone together, just talking, and mm-hmm. Joel's like breaking down, like I can't do this anymore, man. It was such a good addition to his character. Like it was. Like people have been trying to be like, no, oh, he's supposed to be masculine, manly. Why is he crying? He is at the end of his rope. He could not be more defeated. He's an old man who feels like he's at death's like and is going to get a kid killed. Exactly. He he's not worried about himself at all. He is worried about this kid that he knows mm-hmm. he will get killed if he keeps doing this. And he can't go through that again. No. Because whether he likes it or not, he is attached to her. Mhm. Like it's oh, so good. Um uh, mm-hmm. And then seven left behind. I mean, Sony Kawa. Uh, if I had to, I'm torn between two, and they're on like the opposite ends of the emotional <laughs> spectrum for me. One is, you know, the end when like you know they're both bit, and like Bella is fucking killing it. Mm-hmm. And just like screw, like oh my god, they're so good, and like they Riley are. is is just like they're both just like you know defeated and like accepting quote unquote, and just like oh my god, it's so good. And then, but but yeah, that there's that like just that whole sequence. But our favorite part, escalator. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny, escalator. <laughs> This is like, well, is this the first wonder? It's like, there can be five, sure. <laughs> it's like, I mean, like, yeah, in this world, yeah, and the escalator is fucking miraculous. I Escalators are so fucking cool to me in this right. world. They're cool to me now, and I've lived with them for 22 years. Exactly. Every time I go to the airport, I'm like, we. <laughs> <laughs> Every kid has at least tried to walk up the down escalator. Literally. At least once. I almost died doing it, but it was worth it. <laughs> exactly. You get it. You see the vision. Like, literally, I almost fell and broke my neck. It was a pro- <laughs> Oh, God. I'm sorry. I <laughs> no, no. No, I, I mean, I kind of am, but look, I did almost die one time, but it was funny. It's fine. <laughs> I got over it. <laughs> I got better. You got better? <laughs> Like Deadpool, just snap my neck back into place. All right, there we go. It's like the one. It's like from Ice Age Three. Did you die? Yes, but yes. I lived. I lived. <laughs> it's the one good part of that whole. Movie. Oh god, that character is the best. I don't even remember his name, but he's the best one. I think they made a Disney Plus series with him. I'd watch it. We should at some point. One day. One day. But uh. What was it? Uh, right, so eight. I mean, you could probably guess. <laughs> yeah. When Ellie, Ellie getting the fucking machete and just beating the fucking pedophile to death. Yeah. We didn't talk about Scott Shepard. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, he's we'll get actually we'll get to him soon. We'll get to him. He's scary. Uh, yeah. He's a scary man. Uh. Uh. But yeah, no, that's all just, again, Bella deserves all the accolades in the world, mm-hmm. and I really hope they get more from other stuff over the next couple of years. Me too. They've been picking Very up steam, like, outside of 
Last of Us, which good. is good. They deserve it. I I hope I hope they get a lot more work. Good. But uh, yeah, so that's that. Uh and nine. The fucking massacre. Joel going sicko mode, baby. Just, just the fucking music overpowering all other audio and just fucking going. The, the, uh, the track for that scene is mm-hmm. called The Last of Us Vengeance. Vengeance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like our, our stupid Joel is like stupid Batman. <laughs> yes. Don't worry, Ellie. I'll save you. <laughs> Rules of nature. And he pulls out his guns. That's going in slow motion and everything. And he's just parries with his gun. <laughs> oh god. He, he parries the bloater with his pistol. Mm-hmm. And, just, and throws it into the air before shooting it to pieces. Yeah. <laughs> Where's this video game, people? Oh god, we need it. We need Neil, it. I know you're listening because you know I make fun of you. <laughs> Where is this? Last of Us Part 3. Let's go. Do it. Book it, Neil. You can save the franchise. <laughs> save the franchise that made you like billions of dollars. Save it from save it from some people on, on the internet. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, no, I, I agree with, with like most of that. Mm-hmm. I well like all the, the them being great moments. But oof. Alright, I should probably tell my favorite moments, right? Yes, go for it. Okay. Um, episode one, you know, talking about uh, the fucking plane crash. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking the, when they were burning the, the bodies mm-hmm. and Joel just so, like, just juxtaposed beautifully with him losing and then he just takes the body of this kid lifeless in his eyes just fucking throws him into the fire just nothing Mm -hmm. like and like um no like that clip that we got before the episode came they test Bella uh, Bella's first scene as Ellie um where they where they're testing where they're testing Mm where they're testing her uh that was great um Mm -hmm. the ending of episode one is fucking incredible like uh-huh. just fucking like he just has a fucking PTSD yeah. and just something switches in his brain uh-huh. and he fucking pummels it. He beats the life out of it. He becomes and then, fucking Wolverine for a yeah. <laughs> And Ellie sees it and she's activated. Like she yeah. like <laughs> neuron activation. <laughs> like the way the way they said it was so like she finally has someone that is willing to do that to someone who's going to hurt her, which mm-hmm. she's never had before. So of course mm-hmm. she's going to be activated by that. Yeah. Like, and also, and you know the the fucking ending with the with never let me down again. Uh, yeah. To to them walking into the city and hear the clickers in the background, like oh god. Episode two, um, like like you said, the the clicker fight was great. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be a point we disagree on later. Yes, I really, I really like the way they did Tessa's death. It is 
it can read very wrong, which I, I definitely understand why it does. To me, though, I think it worked as a kind of you know, juxtaposition of, you know, the relationship she wants with Joel to she is part of the, the horde now. And but she still manages to go out her way. And I think the music during that scene was was great too. Like that, mm-hmm. the very harsh violin version of All Gone during that was great. Mm-hmm. And I'll talk about this too. Uh, the score is fantastic in this show. Yes, obviously, because uh, like you know they brought back Gustavo Santelaya, um to do it, and you know most of it is unchanged, but you can tell it's all been re-recorded, um, which is you know great. Like it effort was put in. Um, like I wouldn't be surprised if like a couple tracks here and there, like you know, just reused or stitched together from the game. But I really love you know the implementation of new music, not just you know this new stuff Gustavo did, but David Fleming who did music for the action scenes. I think mm-hmm. was great. Um, but uh, the implementation of music from Part Two, very yes. good. Uh, Even as someone that hates part two, that that shit's great. Mm-hmm. Like uh, they play allowed to be happy after Tess dies into the credits. And that's great. Like um, they have, it can't last uh, playing in Bill and Frank's episode. And later on too, they have a collateral playing when, when uh Tess is telling Joel to set everything right. Mm-hmm. Um, they have unbroken playing in the finale. When uh, when Anne is telling Marlene to kill her and to take Ellie, and Unbroken is one of my favorite tracks from either of these games, so right. I was really glad they put that in. It's it's just nice. I like seeing them implement this music from that game into you know like it's it's very good. I love it. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought I thought the change for Tess's death worked very well and. Anator, fantastic. Um, episode three, like you said, the entire damn episode. The um, entire fucking episode. <laughs> the the part, just the ending between the two of them, mm-hmm. where, where, like, you know, that entire sequence, Frank is just like, give me one more good day, take me to the boutique, and then we'll get married. And that is so significant, because mm-hmm. here's here's the thing, you know, they changed the timeline of this show. Like they pushed it's everything back. <laughs> we gotta stop paying Ellie. <laughs> it's fucking our shit up. Tony, you distract Kang. I'll get him. <laughs> Joel, I need you to, to distract Kang. You got it. As he pulls out his six guns like fucking General Grievous. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> then he just dies in a golf club. <laughs> Kang just pulls one out of thin air. <laughs> Nanotech golf club. <laughs> Every time he hits him, it forms into a different type of golf club. <laughs> Driver putter. <laughs> God. Oh god. But but yeah, it's like just so like uh they they shifted everything back ten years, so instead of the pandemic starting in 2013 it's 2003 instead of mm-hmm. you know 2033 where most of the show takes place it's now 2023 because you know 
now it's you know coinciding with the year it releases and so on and so forth like um which i think that's fun i think that's fun um but <laughs> now it's now now when will yeah. then be now soon <laughs> we gotta watch space balls <laughs> we do i i've only seen bits and pieces of it but it's so I, good. <laughs> I mainly know the scene where john where john hurt plays Kane from Alien again and has another chest burster. And he's like, yep. not again. Yep. <laughs> God. Uh, but, we, gotta, uh, we gotta get through the DCEU before we can, though. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, fuck. Why do we what do this to ourselves? We hate ourselves. That's why. We do. We watched Just Sleep Dark Apocalypse War. We did. It's the worst title ever. God damn it. It is. It is. But... Yeah, um, so the line about Frank wanting to get married to Bill mm-hmm. on his last day is very significant because by the, at the time this pandemic happened in, in the, like in September, 20, 2003, gay marriage was not legal anywhere in the U S Maryland was the first state, um, not Maryland, uh, Massachusetts was the first state, which this is in Lincoln, Massachusetts. That did not happen. That did not get voted on until November 2003. And that didn't go into effect until 2004. Yep. So there was in this, sh- like, if they had even met, you know, before the pandemic, like, gay marriage was not legal anywhere in the US in its history before it fell apart. Mm-hmm. So that line was so significant. And mm-hmm. also the line of, you know, Bill apologizing for being older and Frank is like, I like you older. Older means we're still here. Mm. I, I've heard that sparked a huge chord with the you know, people who lived through the, the HIV AIDS crisis in the 80s mm. and 90s and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. And you know, that whole sequence set to uh, the nature, I think it's called The Nature of Daylight. Um, it was from Arrival. Yeah. Um, and then you know the final part where, where he gives him the pills, and then Frank is like, "Were there already pills in the bottle?" Because Frank yes. drank from it. Yeah, it's like enough to kill a horse. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "I'm old, I'm satisfied, and you were my purpose." And Frank is just like, "I should be furious," but objectively, it's incredibly romantic. <laughs> like it's right? so funny. It's so mad. It's so funny, but it's so sad, but it's so beautiful. And then Frank just look gives him the most loving look in his eyes. And just, Take me to bed, and I just was a mess. I'm a mess now. <laughs> right. We watched that episode together, like, and just fucking, and it played Vanishing Grace during it, and I, I just fell out of my, I fell out of my seat when watching it. Nearly like I was just a mess. Um. Also from that episode, I really loved. Uh. Joel, I love that this show stretched out the lingering effect of Tess's death on Joel. Because, mm-hmm. you know, in this episode and in episode six, um, like, Bill's letter to Joel and Ellie's like, use, I get leave you all my weapons and equipment, use them to keep, and then Joel takes a letter and he sees it says Tess, and then he says, you stay here, and he goes out. And he's just like fighting to keep that part of himself dead forever because yep. 
he can't he can't do this. Like he crumbles it up and it's just like Ugh, it's so good. And then the final shot with the window, like just because mm-hmm. they said they intended it for it to you know, kind of be like Frank and Bill are their presence is still there. Like whether or not you can say they're spirits or ghosts or whatever, their presence is still there. I know it's funny, but it's like I'm just imagining their ghost showing up in like the zero hour to save hell. <laughs> like just in the hospital, off. they they fucking take out the guards escorting him down the yeah. stairs. Yeah, <laughs> and hand him a ghost shotgun. That would be real. That would be this <laughs> game show would be show be million out of ten. <laughs> but like so that episode fucking amazing mm-hmm. episode four um i love the whole sequence of them playing alone and forsaken mm-hmm. in the like over the car like you know great that they had that song in because you know it was in- and it was in the game um and the episode is named after it but just i love the placement of you know seeing the destroyed landscapes the tanks everywhere and i love the editing choice of the lyrics being like, I wonder, I wonder what she's thinking of forsaken, forgotten without any love. And it cuts to Ellie while it says that when it says what mm-hmm. she's thinking of. And I'm like, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. The show's editing is on point. Like, I love when music tells a story. Exactly. <laughs> it's good shit. And uh, I, lo- I love the uh, I think they did the ambush sequence very well. Like it was smaller than it was in the game, obviously, but. Even so, I thought I thought that was great. Um, fucking like, just the part I I love the change they made to uh, Joel Joel's reaction and response to Ellie shoot not only getting a gun but shooting somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, like Which, he's I I just want to say before you continue, fuck that guy. This name's Brian. He's giving me a bad name. <laughs> What the fuck, man? I'm working hard here trying to <laughs> rehabilitate our image. <laughs> oh my god. Still got um you got Brian Griffin. <laughs> that's all I got. And even then that's not a good representation. <laughs> no. I don't even get to claim Brian Cranston because he spells his name differently. Oh, that's with right. Why? Yeah, it's with a Y. Like a bastard. <laughs> what the fuck? You got Brian Cox, who played William Stryker. Has he done anything since then? He's in Succession. Okay. I just, I've never seen him in anything except X2. It's like, Mr. President, I just really want to commit a genocide. I just really want to do it. It'd be fun. (laughs) What? I was talking with, with the White Dragon the other day, and we came to an agreement, right? The what? Uh, <laughs> to worry about. He looks, he looks like the Terminator from T two, the evil one, not the Arnold one. <laughs> Don't worry about that. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But I, I did like that actor who played. I thought that sequence was very got not got retro, not not because like you know oh they're humanizing him or something, but like no. People, like he's a young dude, and yeah, he's very clearly like just 
probably was just like, you know, one guy, like one kid part of this rebel group who had to fucking, you know, be on this shift. Yeah. All right. You're on shoot the old man and girl duty today. (laughs) Good luck. Good luck, buddy. And then they hear the screams in the distance. Oh, you didn't do it. Uh I, I, I love that he's just begging her to begging them to not to like stop and begging her to not leave because if she leaves, Joel's going to kill him. And then Joel just like gives her the sternest look ever. And he makes her give the the sternest daddest look you've ever seen. (laughs) And then he just says, get back behind the wall and just is like, oh, and I like that. You don't even see him shoot him. I think, I think that's great because that leaves you with Ellie's perspective. That's what I love most about the show. It lets you see more of Ellie's perspective of this story. And I think, I think that's great. Cause like the only time you really get to is, is, you know, left behind DLC, uh, winter and like the last 30 seconds of the game. (laughs) Right. But, uh, because Ellie's perspective helps set things up for part two better, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, then the scene where they're hiding and Joel's trying to, like I like the change that Joel wasn't, you know, an asshole this time. But because again, like we've talked about, because you're not playing as Joel in the show, because it's a show, mm-hmm. you have to have likable qualities about him be more apparent. Yeah. yeah, because when you play as him, like yeah, he's an asshole and like closed off, but you can insert yourself into Joel and like fill in the blanks. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, really, like, kind of flesh him out in your mind a bit more before the game really delves into his character anyway. Mm -hmm. But, like, in the show, you gotta get to that shit quicker. Yeah. Because if you don't, Joel is this fucking walking wall of meat and just a jackass. Yeah. And they do it in a way that it doesn't doesn't feel rushed because Pedro plays Joel in in a very, like, a more quiet way, if that makes sense. Like he's like, you know, closed up like video game. Joel is closed off. Pedro's Joel is very, you know, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's like, he is more somber about, yes. about himself, I would say. So that lends it to ease. Like he's still an asshole. Like he's very mean first couple episodes especially oh yeah no he's the worst like, <laughs> like he's, fucking, he's, he's the best but he's the worst he just fucking chucks ellie against the wall god you really done he fucking slaves her into it and he just pulls her like away from like when he when e and tess are trying to get through that hole and i thought it was funny but but like i thought it was good here that they change it not just to have a change but to like you know make people warm up to Joel and coincide with how Pedro was playing him. And also like, and you know how they were writing him for, for the show. But I, I thought it was a very touching moment that Joel was like, cause at the end of the day, he's still a guy who wouldn't want to see a kid have to go shit like this. And he was trying, like he was bad at it, but trying to say that he was sorry that she had to do that. Because it also plays into him being, you know, an old man still who's mm-hmm. dealing with his mortality, 
And I'll get to this later, but uh, but yeah. And you know the part where Ellie's crying and and stuff, talking about saying that it wasn't the first person she killed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when Joel's teaching her how to use the gun, she starts smiling while still crying and laughing. And I'm like, oh god, they're just they're both so good. Like just yeah. fuck every single person who said like horrible, awful things about Bella before this show. Like they can fucking die. Exactly. Like, and there are people too who like bad, but did have skepticism about it. Not not because of the way they look, but because like which there's nothing at all wrong about the way they look because that's a at stupid all. concept. Yeah, like, no. they look great. Yeah, exactly. Like it. Like, uh they don't have freckles or bangs like Ellie does in the game. It was like, I don't give a shit. I don't give, I don't give a shit. Who fucking cares? Like, they look cool. Like, they got oh, the God. little eyebrow scar. That's what matters. They do. Like, exactly. Like, as long as they have that, that's the, that's the important thing to be. Like, eyebrow scar and ponytail. And even then, I don't care much about the ponytail. Um, but like, yeah. It, but like, I I love that this show has just finally shut them all up about it. And the ones who haven't shut up are very much on the highest amount of copium possible. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah. But yeah, like, that moment of him teaching how to use a gun was great in episode four. Um, episode five, just all the Sam and Henry stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, the the introduction with them hiding out and Henry giving Sam the, the stuff to draw with. And yeah. Putting painting the mask on him, and yeah, like the uh, I, lo- I love them planning, and and Joel's like, so that that's your that's your great plan. He's like, no, that's my dicey as fuck plan. <laughs> yeah, the the great ones all kind of went out the fucking window when the zombies yeah. showed up. Yeah, like, and, and I love that he stre- that they demonstrated how, you know. They are good at surviving because just two clickers alone, barely anyone survives one clicker. Surviving two is a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> like, so he's like, like I, I'm trusting y'all with my life. Yup. And we, we don't know yet, but there's like a lot of them in that <laughs> hole over there. <laughs> I love the setup for that too in episode four. Mm hmm. But go ahead, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I I tried to count them, but I, I lost count after like forty or fifty. <laughs> they, they they don't stop. They don't stop. Jeez, this, they're still pouring out of that hole to this day. It looked like they were like at the end of that scene. Oh, they were still yeah, they were still coming out at the end of that scene. And a good amount of them were already killed and headshotted. And yeah, or run over. Yeah. But she didn't stop. <laughs> I I really love the scene when they're in the in the you know homemade classroom area, like in the sewer. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and I, I like that they were able to include you know that tiny little tidbit about Ish from from the collectible notes in the first game. I mm-hmm. thought I thought that was great that they were able to do that. Yeah. Um. And. I like that it was more just like a place to to chill first before you know they get to the end. 
Yeah. And Henry's whole monologue about that one great man. Mm. Fuck. That's very good. Like the music during that too. Incredible. Mm-hmm. But Lamar Johnson, Lamar Johnson, just fucking like, I would have followed. I would have followed him anywhere. I mean, and I would have if like, yep. and then he just chokes up before he can even finish. And it's like this person clearly was like his best friend, probably, or oh, yeah, you know no, something was, more. Like, it, right? It was very clearly like someone extremely close to him. Mm-hmm. And but you're not my brother. Yeah, like, and. Sam had leukemia. Fedra, this, Fedra, and this, and this in Kansas City was especially awful. Like, like, and that's saying some considering how bad Fedra is in general. Um, right. Like Bill said, they're Nazis. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but th- these were like super Nazis. Mm-hmm. And yes. they, like, if you want to save your brother, you got to turn over some. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, we got, we got, we got the cure for cancer. You get it? You, uh, who's uh, who's this guy putting up posters telling them to fuck us? Who's that? <laughs> I know you know. <laughs> but just, and I, I like that he was like, you know, you get it though, because you may not be her father, but you are someone, and I can yeah, tell. You- you are a dad. Mm-hmm. And it was just such a great... I love the changes they made to Sam and Henry. Like, mm-hmm. Sam being deaf. and Th- That's such a cool younger, change. Yeah, it, w- it was a very neat change. It was very cool. Like, it added to a lot to the tension, too. Yeah. Like, and and I, I really appreciate the detail that, like, his zombie was deaf, too. Because mm-hmm. he didn't notice Ellie at all until she touched him. Mm-hmm. Like it, it don't think it doesn't like make you able to hear. So like he's it just doesn't cure be... your ailments. Yeah. Like once it's... it once it takes him over and he's like looking at the window, it doesn't know she's there. Yeah. It, it's not till she she touches him. It's like oh hey food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> but yeah, I really liked um, I I really liked the the part where. Kathleen was talking about her brother too. I, I thought mm-hmm. I thought that was I thought that was Melan I thought Melaninsky was very good in, yeah. in these two episodes. Yeah. And you know, of course the horde fucking just god. <laughs> <laughs> like they killed like maybe 10 of them. Yeah. And they had so many machine guns and trucks. And they couldn't do it. They ripped through them like paper mache. They like, couldn't do anything. They were done. Mm-hmm. I like, love. Maybe, maybe you should have warned your people. By the way, there's a hole in there mm-hmm. full of monsters. And I love that that's Kathleen's undoing because yeah. she didn't prioritize this very pressing matter because of vengeance. Like, yeah, I was like, yeah, but this one guy though, mm-hmm. like, and she like, and it's very clear like. Even she, I don't think, even knows why she's doing this, really. No. And she keeps saying stuff to try to justify it. Like, you know, the stuff about, you know, weren't you, didn't you ever think Sam was supposed to die? 
like God, that way we go what the fuck wait i just i think the intent was like you know she's just saying anything she can to justify to herself because that that's all she can she needs someone to blame and right. they've already killed fedra and she's still angry why am i still angry i need to find that guy who turned in my brother and i need to kill him and his brother and after that she's just gonna feel the same like yeah she's nothing, still gonna be just as angry yeah like She's like, she's just like, cause that look she had to Henry when Henry comes out, it was this look. I want to believe they knew each other and oh, might have even been did. friendly. So the look in her eyes, I, I just, I feel like there was so much there of mm-hmm. showing that there's a part of her that her better judgment more than likely, like just being like, there is no point to this. Just let him go there. Like, there's no reason to this. But she just has to do this, probably, you know, because she has to look strong for her group and because, you know, there's that gnawing feeling in the back. You have to do this or then what's the point? Right. And in the end that like, because even even after everything, she still wouldn't let him go like with uh-huh. the with the horde. Yeah. And then that was her undoing. Yeah. And then the and then the six year old just jumped from from <laughs> space and murdered her. Like, oh, God, that. The whole sequence is so good, and you know, finally, the entire you know, Sam and Ellie's conversation, the change of her finding out that he was bitten mm-hmm. and believing she can heal him with her blood like that hurt me a lot, yeah, because like, like I've said for like why I love Ellie's arc in part two, she has a superhero complex, she has a hero complex. She believes she is the hero of her story, and that's what drives her forward. But then when she finds things don't go the way she expected or finds herself feeling guilt for things that she thought would be justified, she doesn't. it's cognitive dis- dissonance. She doesn't know what to do. Um, and here is a, this is a great setup for that, you know, with, and even more so in episode seven. But she's like, oh, yeah, I'm the chosen one with magic blood. I can, I can cure you. Yeah, let me just rub this into your wound. Yeah, it'll work. It'll my magic blood will flow through your body and kill the the mushrooms. And it, and it's like it's also because you know she's still a kid. Yeah, she's a child. She doesn't know how science works. Like that puts into perspective how like fucking sad it is. Like Fedra didn't teach these kids biology. They taught them how to murder innocent people. Yeah, here is gun. Here is trigger. Pull gun on trigger, aim at bad people. There you go. Yeah, like it, aim at the mushrooms. All right, sweet. Aim at the single mother of five. Yeah. Why? Do it. She stepped one toe over the line. She has a single piece of bread that wasn't <laughs> hers before. Stole a loaf of bread. <laughs> Definitely miss. <laughs> but. But yeah, no, like that was a really good change and just I'm I'm like straight up, I think they did Sam and Henry's deaths better in the show than they did I in the agree. game. Like not only because you know they because it's it's shot in a very non exploit like like we don't we don't see Sam after he gets shot. We see like, you know, a tiny bit of his head and just a pool of blood. And that's mm-hmm. it. Like because that's all you need. We don't we don't need to see any more than that. But 
I love that, like, I love the music that was used in the game for that scene, because that's my favorite piece of music from the game. But I think it being silent was much better, and it focusing on Ellie's reaction more. Um, Lamar Johnson's acting in that scene was fucking heartbreaking. Like, uh-huh. just saying, like, his mind is just broken. He can't, he can't comprehend anything. He's just like, what did I do? What did I do? And then he just doesn't say anything else and he just shoots himself and we cut before we see anything else. And that was perfect. Um, us seeing the aftermath of that with them digging the graves and Ellie just leaves the notepad on Sam's and just like, which way's west? Come on, let's go. Because mm-hmm. she... She's turning into Joel, and Joel is realizing, shit, this can't happen. Mm-hmm. And then the notepad's saying, I'm sorry, that fucking destroyed me. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Episode 5 is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Might be my favorite, but, well, well, because I have multiple ones that I, it's hard to decide. But right. Episode 6, um, like you said, the Joel and Tommy scene. Mm-hmm. Um. I love how they adapted the, the you have no idea what losses scene. I think they did yep. that very well. That, like, that was just the game. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's hard. It, I couldn't imagine how hard it is to adapt that scene. Cause that's one of the most iconic, if not the most iconic scene from that game. Right. Um, and they did it perfectly. They did it beautifully. Like that's why you don't, that's why they were like, we are not having the actors play the game. We don't want them to carbon copy it. Like we will do the work on that from because most of the lines are just verbatim from the game. We right. give them the material. They are great actors. They will take that material and deliver a faithful performance. And they did. Like I I really loved the the part that they adapted that uh screenshot of Joel teaching Ellie how to use the right like in the woods. Mm-hmm. Like that was never in the, like it was in the game kind of that one sequence in the city, but that screenshot specifically in the woods, I thought I thought was cool. Yeah. Um, and they did that, and then Joel, like, this is like you got to squeeze the trigger like you love it, going nice and steady, and he's like, "You're gonna shoot this thing or get it pregnant." Yeah, I love that bit. It's so funny. It's just like it doesn't aim right. You're not gonna hit, it and <laughs> just gets straight in the fucking bullseye. Like you. Dick and that little fucking smile he does to her. Yeah, like, he's, he's so proud of himself. He's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, and then of course you know the ending with the uh, you know him getting stabbed and yeah falling off the horse and then them playing the cover of Never Let Me Down Again. Just ugh, beautiful. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. <laughs> oh, I Correct. let you down. Do- oh, I let you down very hard. Oh. <laughs> They he fell they, on the hole. They used nepotism well because that was Craig Mason's dog. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> it. yeah, that's cool. And then Left Behind episode. I've seen some people say that Left Behind should have been an in between episode, like in between season one and two. I very much disagree. Yeah, what the fuck are those people on? <laughs> what? Yeah. I I really disagree because they made certain changes that make this important in the main story. Yeah. Like, cause Joel is awake for 
this. Like, yeah, he's he not. He's not in a in a super coma. He's just yeah. he just can't move. Yeah, like he he's still awake, but he's like telling you and shit. Into I'm a prisoner of my own body. <laughs> I'm in a waking nightmare where I can't hold my guns. <laughs> my six guns, Ellie. Take them. Go to Tommy. <laughs> They're yours now. Treat them well. <laughs> This one's Sarah Jr. That's Sarah Jr. Jr. <laughs> That's Sarah Jr. the third. That's Sarah that, forever. That's sad. <laughs> oh, boy. But, you know, majority of episode seven, because like, I, like, you can see, like, how indoctrination works in, in mm-hmm. for, like, Fetcher kids, especially. Ellie's a very loyal person. Like, mm-hmm. even though she has, you know, trouble with authority, is very, you know, a misbehaving kid. She is loyal as shit right. to whatever she knows. Like, she was loyal to Riley. Riley's gone, so now she's loyal. As soon as this Fedra guy feeds her some, honestly, bullshit. I think bullshit. I think that was all bullshit. I oh, really yeah, think it was. Oh yeah, no, it's gonna be great here. You know, you're gonna. You're gonna really like you know make shit better for everyone and like you know fuck that bully girl. What's her face? I don't fucking Jessica or whatever. Yeah, you're you're cool. You're gonna do great. You just need to apply yourself. Yeah, I don't I don't fucking know how teachers talk. I'm a cop. Yeah, I shoot teachers and kids. Like, what are you doing in here? Bang. I'm sorry, I'm killing you. Oh, it's okay, it's okay. It was funny. Oh, God. I love oh, to see implication. Everyone in this world is just crazy now. God, but, but like, I, I like that that moment demonstrated her loyalty and shit and how, you know, how this organization indoctrinates kids and orphans, essentially. Yeah. And, you know, after that, we see her reading Savage Starlight, and I was saying, like, I think she imagines herself like the main character, like a militaristic uh, universe sci-fi story where, you know, this main character is going to change everything. That's what she talks about later with Riley. And then Riley tells her like the truth, like I was selected for sewage, sewage duty. Like I'm, yeah, (laughs) I was selected to clean up shit. Like you could probably change things. Maybe. But not me. I'm a janitor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like both of them have, you know, perspectives on Fedra and the Fireflies and they clash over them. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. But it's it, really. It, even that, I feel like, at least from Ellie's perspective on, like, not Fedra's cool, I feel like a decent chunk of that isn't her actually believing it. She just wants Riley to believe it so she yeah. won't leave. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, that she that she could get Riley to come and that, like, everything could be undone or she just, you know, the gun and uh, Firefly shit and whatnot. Yeah. But, um, like, all, I loved all the sequences, like the, the carousel. They're all and great. A good detail for the carousel, it plays a song by The Cure and, you know, 80s means trouble. 
Oh my god. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think of that. Oh shit, yeah. that's awesome. It's a lullaby version of a song from The Cure, but still. I was going to say, I don't remember The Cure yeah. playing. That. <laughs> I just, I love, I love that, you know, they showed that Ellie and Riley really had crushes on each other. Like, Oh yeah, no, they were in love. Like Ellie, you know, looks in the window and is like trying to do her hair. <laughs> like, y'all. Like, y'all. It was like it was like a little meat cute, and it was it was like oh so so cute, yeah. and then the photo booth and like yeah. Bill Ramsey has an as a as an award winning smile, like it's really so do. It, it's so it's so infectious, it's so infectious and like dorky in a great way, like I love it, and you know, I like like you talk about the change that uh you know Riley was posted here to guard their stockade. Mm-hmm. I love it for two reasons. One, it gives like it gives like a bit more like logical reason like why would Riley know about the mall so well and shit? Like like how would she even get here so easily and figure out all this stuff? And, well she was posted there by Fireflies, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it's like and the other reason it it doubles down on what I've been saying about the Fireflies since the, the original game came out, and it's they're fucking stupid idiot morons. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, all right, we're gonna put a teenage girl that we literally just stole from Fedra like a week ago in charge of our stockade of fucking two-hickey pipe bombs. <laughs> That we made of duct tape and drainage pipes. And we're no gonna... dreams. There are no dreams in this world. The dreams are dead. Uh, <laughs> they died with the, when the zombies rose. Uh, and and we're gonna put her in a mall that just got power back when the, the, they hooked it back up to the grid. And it's also story. full of zombies. We definitely checked everything. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Joey, you checked the department store, right? There's nothing there? Oh, yeah, nothing, nothing. Uh, may have been, like, one guy there, but I'm pretty sure he was dead. Uh, what is... Uh, he was dead. I, I Yes, I know he was dead. Think or you know. Yes. <laughs> God, Good enough. Joey. All right, fine. Joey, but- you get that kid kill. It's on you. <laughs> You get half rations this week. <laughs> oh god! Yeah, like that edition is great, and like fucking, you know the where they dance together and the kiss, mm-hmm. and then it's just like like you talked about their final scene together. Um, it's so good. I really loved the uh, that this was juck that this was set side by side with Ellie choosing to hang on to like you know like Riley talks about you know whether it's two minutes or two days we don't give that up I don't want to give that up and Ellie's just like I'm staying with you until the end to Joel like she doesn't say a word she just finds a needle and a thread and she comes back to Joel and Joel looks at her and she holds his hand and he like very slowly like clasps his hand on hers mm-hmm. and she starts stitching him and then the electric guitar in the left behind theme starts 
playing and it's just like it just oh it was such a perfect like way to end the episode like mm-hmm. the the score with the oh god episode eight fuck this is probably like one of my other favorites mm-hmm. same with episode seven mm-hmm. um i loved all the changes they made to david he's horrifying like it made him it. much scarier without it being exploitative or going way too far exactly like because that was the thing i was scared of the most i was scared mm-hmm. that either they would dilute the shit out of him or make him way too much mm-hmm. i was i was worried about either way because you know hbo Euphor- has some like euphoria has been exploitative and shit with that mm-hmm. um so like i was hoping that wouldn't happen here and they 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 wrote it very well of you know making him very realistic scary like he's like he's a great antagonist in the game he kind of looks cartoony compared to scott shepherds like oh yeah no in the game he's a fucking character like like it, it's very impressive because like you know don't you can't tell that's Nolan North see the credits. No, you really yeah, you really can't unless you like know that man's voice. Mm-hmm. You know? Like it was very it was very is an impressive performance, but Scott Shepard felt too real and that was I was gonna terrifying. say he felt like a real pedophile. Yeah, like it, and this is no shade against the real man himself. I'm sure you're great. And then, Your no, performance the, was terrifying. Yeah, it had to have been a, a horrifically difficult role for him to tackle, for sure. Like, God, that's who he believes in. Allegedly, no, well, not really. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, I, I, I love the change of and his group being like a a Christian cult. Yep, because. It was kind of implied in the game, kind of. He had an air about him where he was had like kind of a traditionalist attitude. Like he tells Ellie to watch her language and stuff. Like you know, like he doesn't curse at all in the game. And then the show, like when Ellie finally you know rejects him because you fucking pedo. Like he, he you know says the c word, and like shows his true really shows his true colors and shit like Mm -hmm. and you know he explains he's not even really like he tells her the story of how he found god after the apocalypse and stuff and like you know they're building rapport and stuff like no a lot of people say they missed the uh the sequence with the in the sawmill with the infected i get it i think it would have felt ham-fisted in this episode but it it would have been too much. I'll give you that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, like, then when he has her in the cage and he's telling, he's like, you no, know, saying like they need God. I need friend. Like <laughs> God. And she's like, you're shouldn't have shown the truth by God. And he's like, no, like cordyceps. And like with the way he talks about it, it's so fucking unsettling and creepy. Like. They already said it's like, you know, someone grooming someone to be a child bride, essentially. Like, yep. that's what they said in the podcast, that that yep. was the intent of it. And, like, it 
Because, like, the shit he's talking about sounds so fucking... Almost, like, eugenics-based. Like... Yeah. It it was so unsettling on so many levels. Oh, God. They... It's like, man. David, fucking pick a lane, man. You're, you're a cannibal. Mm-hmm. You're a predator. You're... Your religious cult leader and a Nazi. What the fuck, man? <laughs> Pick one. Literally, God. Oh. But like, just you know, the I think they adapted those scenes very well. The Joel going sicko mode on those two dudes, and like stabbing the dude in the dark. Like mm-hmm. the interrogation scene, they adapted very well. Like yep. it was ugh, perfect. Don't worry, I believe him. Yes. <laughs> God. Uh, I thought Troy Baker did did well as as a as yeah. David Slacky. Like, yeah. it was it wasn't you know much of a substantial, but like they gave him they gave him like a bit like my theory, and this is a theory I've seen some people had when like he's he very clearly knows David, like he very clearly knows like yeah no he's very he's always uncomfortable around David. <laughs> Like in the in the opening, especially when saying like, "I sense doubt in you," and and he's like, "No, it's just it's been a rough year, and I I still I still believe. Don't worry." No, nope. and I don't, I, I, yeah, David David tries to tell Ellie like, "No, nah, I just play this because they need me to," but he runs it like a fucking cult. He runs it like that. Like, yeah. it's all him. Like. It, it's so fucked up and like and it, my theory is that when when uh james and like the others and who were with david knocked ellie off of the horse and they were going to kill her i think they were going to kill her because they knew that leaving her with david would be worse oh yeah no <laughs> they know yeah like i, I like because james I don't, I don't think he was you know doing it out of you know revenge no. or anything <laughs> James is not the worst guy. He he does straight as a like, no, I'm doing this for you. Mm-hmm. Like, I know this guy. Mm-hmm. I'm stuck with him. You're not. Yeah, like, because even he is like, I'm fine with just letting her go, but I'm like, she's just another mouth to feed. Like, he's very clear. David, don't. Don't. Like, dude, I know the FBI ain't around anymore, but come on, man. Like, and but Dave, but he, David still scares him too, because mm-hmm. David's probably the one who suggested cannibalism and shit. Oh, a hundred percent. He was like, you know what? People taste pretty good. <laughs> Tastes like chicken. Yeah. Everyone's just like, uh. Also, a good detail in the dinner scene. They like some mm-hmm. people have sores on them while yep. eating, and that's apparently a side effect. Yep, because like, and, our our bodies literally reject the idea of eating each other. Mm-hmm. Like, like it, you, it seems like you know an apocalyptic scenario. Oh, it worst comes to worst, we eat each other. No, your body will le- legitimately reject that idea. Like some animals can do that, but like humans, we're hard. We can't. That. We, we've evolved to be against for our bodies and brains to be I, against that. Yeah, I, I think it's like literally like our brains are like, no, we're <laughs> wait, 
no, we're like sapient. You can't do that. <laughs> Wait, no, that's <laughs> preservation of the species and shit. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. no. Like it, it like many that's things. Uncle Joey. But... No. <laughs> he just came back from the fireflies. Don't eat him. <laughs> he quit the firefly set after the Riley got killed. He's like, all right, hey, there's this new like group out in the the woods over here that they seem pretty chill. Oh, oh, they're gnawing on my leg. Hmm, I need that. <laughs> uh oh, uh, rut rag. I need to save Marlene. <laughs> I didn't want to yell at me. Yeah, <laughs> it's it- better. Yeah. The part, the part where he smacked the girl too, just so fucking, oh mm. yeah, sick and just in. just because she interrupted him, mm-hmm. like not because she not because she said that he should kill them, like because she interrupted him, yep. and like even then he was pretty much done speaking, like yep. like like his his big supervillain speech was just about over anyway. Mm-hmm. But he wanted to take it in first before anyone else spoke up mm-hmm. and rob like, him of his moment. Mm-hmm. It was just like, God. Yeah. I love sure. how Bella Ramsey delivered the tell them that Ellie is a little girl who broke your fucking. Like, oh my God. And the way they framed it made it look like the cover art for part two. Yep. I thought that was great. Yeah. Also, another detail um, when Ellie escapes the steakhouse. Her hair is tied the same way it's tied in part two. Oh, oh my god, it is. Like like how Tessa's hair is tied, like the top is tied and then the bottom still flows. That that's how it was tied at the end of the episode. I th- I thought that was great. Like that cements the change in her completely. And like you said, that fucking fight scene. Fucking horrifying. I felt sick to my stomach. Mm-hmm. Like just and again, they had like I found this out after the episode came out. People didn't apparently didn't know David in the game was a predator. How? I have no clue. They just did thought you, he was crazy. Did you guys not play the video game? I don't know. I guess. Like, look at him. Look at him. Look at that man. Listen to listen, him. Listen to his Nolan North words. Like. He's a monster. So I, I think, like, you know, they knew that, so they're like, we're not gonna leave much to the to the yeah. imagination. Yeah, no, we're people are stupid, so let's make this explicit. Because mm-hmm. y'all like, didn't get it. Yeah. And that makes Ellie's like, slaughter of him more, like, you know, satisfying and impactful, and also really heartbreaking. Because, like, mm-hmm. She should not have. She should not have had to have gone through this. Like nobody no, should. Like, no. it's, a, it's a fucking nightmare beyond imagination. Mm-hmm. I do. I do love the change that Joel doesn't stop her this time. Yep, she, she gets to save herself. Her yeah. Like it's like, like like they said in the behind the scenes. Like you know, like we were doing this in the game. You know, the setup would seem to be that Ellie gets kidnapped. Joel wakes up, plows through these guys, and saves her. We want to do none of that. It's not going like that. Because 
in the real world that like in an apocalypse especially things like that can't really happen like joel still i love that they showed that joel is still in excruciating pain like oh yeah no he's still you took one penetral mm-hmm. like you're not gonna <laughs> be you're not gonna be at 100 percent. like he he got the jump on the guys with stealthy and even then he was still fucking like fucking appendicitis got nothing on this i was gonna say he still has a hole in his belly mm-hmm. like it's turning green <laughs> that's not normal that's not okay that- that's not normal, Joel. That's not okay. <laughs> That's fine. She <laughs> takes all the salt tablets. <laughs> there we go. Fight through pain. We got this. <laughs> he fights Ellie. Ellie, oh, thank God. And he pushes her over and grabs her backpack. My guns. <laughs> oh, you kept them all safe. <laughs> all right, let's go. Let's Where go. are we headed? What day is it? Delta Towers. <laughs> this is where I get tilted at the towers. <laughs> I don't actually play Fortnite. I don't know. Any other places? <laughs> oh, fuck. But it's like, Joel, what the fuck are you talking about? Ah, <laughs> uh, you don't understand. <laughs> Fortnite wasn't invented in either of the timelines. <laughs> Thank it's in God. The secret third one. It's in the secret third dimension. The real one. Oh God! But but yeah, like I, the way no, I thought the way they did, you know, Ellie killing David. I thought that was better in the show, to be honest. Like I agree. Like Bella's acting during that was fucking like because I've seen so many people be like, oh, they're just screaming. What? What's the big deal about this? like? Do you it, not hear the screams? That is the scream of someone who was a, who's like feels so like they like their childhood just got ripped away, from like, yeah. and just so much to that other than just anger. Like it's anger, fear, disgust. Like so much in that, and like she forces herself to keep going. Because like, because like like what Neil said about what it was like in the game, it was like every strike of the machete or the cleaver, and in, in this instance, is like this is like it starts being you know like not just for what happened to Ellie there, but like this is for my mom, this is for Riley, this is for Tess, this is for Henry, this is for Sam, so so on and so forth. Like it's that like unleashing of anger mixed with the trauma and you know because ellie stops herself here she has the one where she takes it in and realizes this is what i'm capable of mm-hmm. i'm i'm nothing's the same for me anymore yep. and then you know i thought the way they adapted joel saving her emotionally was very good mm-hmm. like bella not even getting words out at all and yep. just mumbling and then clinging on to him like a, yep. like a like a kid would to their parent like mm-hmm. ugh. Yeah. and the finale yeah how like the first half is just joel desperately like trying to like get ellie to show emotion again 
Mm-hmm. Like and, he's and smiling. She does it's like, uh, like he's smiling. He's picking up Chef Boy RD. Like <laughs> I laughed so hard at that. Like he looked so happy, and it was just like, I I do wonder if like in the game or the show, if Ellie ever told him the truth about what really happened. I don't think so. I think That's, she kept that. I think she buried that. Yeah. You know? Like, cause when you're a kid, you like, how, how do you tell someone this? Mm-hmm. Like, how, how do you tell anyone this shit? Like victims? How, how do you tell when you're a victim of something like that? How do you tell anybody? Right. That? Like, it's so fucking heartbreaking. Like, yeah, it, it's I do genuinely believe she did not tell Joel at all. As far as he knows, all David did was kidnap her and hold mm-hmm. her in like a cage for a bit. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Yeah. Which like, you know, to be fair, well, preface still horrible. But, oh yeah, no, but, <laughs> but not at that level. Mm-hmm. I loved the which like okay, I'll start. Uh, the draft scene I thought was. Um, mm-hmm. that draft was actually not CGI. Really? It could have been they painted it, but they say that it was. They said that it was. They worked draft with blue screens around it. Yeah, so, I, I think they definitely painted over it because there were at least a few bits where I'm like, eh, but it still looked fine. Yeah, it looked it looked really good when there was like the whole drafts on the field. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought the way they did, you know, that scene was very well. Um, yeah. Can't be for nothing. That whole. I love the addition of, you know, the story Joel told about he got the scar because someone shot it, mm-hmm. and they missed. It was him. That was yep. That someone was him. You tried to kill he, himself. He tried to kill. I'm like, yeah, of course he would. What? How did we never think about that? Yeah, that that is something I never actually thought about when playing the game. I was like, oh, yeah, no, of course this dude would try to kill himself at one point. Like, he's the most miserable man on the planet. Like, and it was the day after he lost Sarah. And he was just telling Ellie, like, I was ready. But when I pulled the trigger, I flinched. And Mm -hmm. I still don't know why. And... She's like, I know why you're telling me all this. Time heals all wounds, and it wasn't time that healed it. Mm-hmm. And I just, uh, yeah, God. I I give Craig Basin all the shit in the world, and will continue to do so. However, I did really like that bit during. I did this. I did actually watch the uh, like the after the episode, like behind the scenes bit at the end of this one, because mm-hmm. it was like you know it's the final episode. I have to watch this one. Mm-hmm. I really like the part where he's like, no, time doesn't heal wounds. It just makes them fade. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, that's right. That's real. The things that heal wounds are people. Yeah. Like love. Mm-hmm. Love heals wounds. And love can have a dark side, too, obviously. Yeah. And as we as we saw. Yeah. Uh, Joel decided to fucking go fucking John Wick on the entire hospital. The fireflies have now been deleted. Like, I thought people have had differing opinions on it. I think the way they did it as, like, kind of montage y 
with that score booming over it to the point that you can't hear anything else. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. I, I thought he's, his mind was a haze. Like, yeah. I, not, not in terms of how people have been, how some have been saying, does he even realize what he's doing? Like, I don't think he's uh, even... He is clear. in 100% control of his actions. Yeah, no, he knows exactly what he's doing, but he has tunnel vision yep. in terms of, like, he yep. does not give a shit about anyone's yep. life except for Ellie's. Fuck, fuck the world. Get away from my daughter. Exactly. Like Eddie Brock was real. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. But I read. I've read your book, Donnie. I know you fucking played <laughs> this game. Yeah. You, you can't fool me. Exactly. I know your Eddie Brock is just Joel. You can't fool me. I'm familiar with your game. <laughs> magnificent bastard i read your book <laughs> i don't even know what that's from i just know that quote oh, <laughs> oh, but yeah like just the the track like we talked about earlier when you talked about this moment like during that scene last of us vengeance so like good. it has like the dun 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 and then in between each of those it plays a bit of the theme like dun, 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 and then yep. It plays that bit of, you know, all gone from, from you know, when you're escaping with Ellie in the game mm-hmm. at the end. I, like, I they did a great job at showing how much of a fucking slaughter this was. Like, Yeah, no, this was a fucking massacre. <laughs> it doesn't play out like a video game level. It plays out like a guy just massacring people. People who are, like, running. Like, mm-hmm. and I will talk about this now. Uh, I really liked the opening with Anna. Mm-hmm. Ashley Johnson g- giving birth to Ellie. Very poetic. Very, yeah. very good. It's great. Um, she did it phenomenal here. Like she was amazing. I I thought it was great that the adrenaline from killing the uh, from killing the the runner. She just gave birth without even realizing. Yup. That's the thing. <laughs> like, like some that is the thing. Where, like, like, if your adrenaline's going hard, or like you're just, like pumped and wired or something, you don't even notice the baby just falls right out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, we're two we're two sisters. We don't actually right, <laughs> right. We I don't just, have firsthand experience. I've I just, just seen do. like I've looked into shit like this sometimes. Yeah, we've we've been in I, school, not right. the greatest schools, but we've been in school. We've been in school. But uh, like I, school taught me very weird things. School did not prepare me for the concept of being arrow ace. Let me tell you. Oh no no no! (laughs) They try. They did teach us like sexuality and shit. They did not teach us that part. Where it's like, by the way, you don't actually have to do that. (laughs) It's It's like, oh man, I wish I knew that. It's like paid DLC, you know. It's a battle pass. It's like yeah, when, God, when God's making you in heaven, uh, it's like, do you want to make your? You, you gonna buy the the gay expansion pack? Buy expansion pack. Straight expansion pack. The like or the other or, one. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's not, that makes me sound bad. That's uh, <laughs> no, okay. Um, uh, to be clear, the other one is referring to mine. <laughs> Okay, I just 
but you get the gist of the joke. Okay, Joko. Yeah, <laughs> it's dead. Anyway, Ashley Johnson, great. Yeah, I, I actually really like that they add an explanation for why Ellie's immune, and let me explain why. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Anna gets bit, and you know, it's right when she gave birth to Ellie. So yeah. then she sees it and she immediately cuts the cord, and the ex- and she lies to Marlene that she cut the cord, like she gave birth before she got bit and cut the cord after, yeah. before she got bit. And the reason they do this change, you think like, oh, well, part of the fun of that was you know like it was in big, like it was, you know it somehow mutated and evolved in her just because of you know ambiguous genetics and shit, like right, it, it's. It's a miracle in a world without miracles. Yeah. It, but why I like it is because, you know, going back to how the show started, talking about the real world science of it, a vaccine is not possible for a fungal infection. For mushrooms. Like this. Yeah, it's not possible. But the reason why they made this change is when Marlene says, so the reason why Ellie's immune is because her mom got bit right, like, right before she was born, like immediately before she was born uh-huh. and she cut the cord. Ellie was exposed to cordyceps, but she didn't mutate. So, you know, could still be a genetic mutation there thing, but also, you know, like they were like, because of her getting bit, the cordyceps thinks that she's already cordyceps. Like it's yeah, al- she's like already that- infected. So we don't need to do anything. So yeah, so we need to replicate the chemical signals that those cordyceps are putting out and put them into everyone. Yeah, so that like, we're all safe and immune. Yeah, like that's not a vaccine. A vaccine is like exposing your body to, you know, the disease to doses of it, so your immune system learns to fight it off. That's I use the cordyceps to destroy the cordyceps. <laughs> it nearly killed me. <laughs> it did kill me. Yeah. <laughs> it would have killed this child <laughs> but but like I love that because yeah they're like we can make this cure like this this thing can be made but it she still leaves die. she will die but also what's to say that the cordyceps just become immune to that Right. What's to say they what don't if, evolve to right. like they've already evolved once, they're going right. to evolve again. The, right. The, the, you can't stop that. It's rules That's of nature. Not... <laughs> the chemical parrying the cordyceps. <laughs> it's tiny white blood cells with swords. <laughs> just just parrying. It's like that one anime. Giant... <laughs> cells at work. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Oh my god, I forgot about that. I've never seen it, I just remember people talking about it. I remember the little kid, like, I think the platelets. The platelets, yeah. Yeah. They couldn't move a box. (laughs) Yeah. I remember seeing that scene, that was funny. Yeah. But, like, you know, and like, you know, it still presents Joel's lie as, you know, that's possible. More people could be immune if they, if they have those conditions like Ellie was in of right. their, their but, parent gets immune right before they give birth or gets bitten right, right before they give birth. Who's going to recreate that and how many people have gone through that? 
who in the history of ever would volunteer for this? Exactly. Like, it, it, like this was a freak accident. Mm-hmm. You can't just guess and recreate it. No problems. Like it adds, it supports both of the points. So weakens them simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Like it still leaves things ambiguous. Like, sure what you could make the cure would it work after a while like would right give it like a decade not even Mm -hmm. like what would happen like you'd have to we don't have we don't have bombs anymore are we gonna how are we gonna find all the core in the world and make it go extinct we can't do that right we we don't got fucking planes like because fungus always grows underground so what are we gonna do about that nothing right what we a needle with juices in it will not kill the bloater. Yeah, like it's not. It ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna fly. We can't shoot them. The bullets just bounce off of them. Like it, it's, we're done. Like both points get supported because of this change of you know Ellie's immunity being having an explanation to it. But it still leaves things open-ended. Like, mm-hmm. and even I would argue, like, things are still open-ended to why Ellie didn't get infected. Like, you know, if, you know, mom got bit while she, like, while she was still connected to her, like, and, but how does the baby just reject it? Is, did only, like, one little strand get in there and, like, be like, uh, I'm alone. Blech, duh. Yeah, whatever. I'll just- Oopsie. I'll just bleh, there we go. All right, we're done. Now, like, what? yeah, but I, I thought that was a neat addition to like keep the science of it, you know, still based. I mean, it's still, you know, you know, fungus zombies, it's still goofy, <laughs> it's but still like, fake, bullshit, whatever science, but but they, they put in the effort they try to, to ground it. it, yeah. Like, yeah. I at the end of the day. I still prefer just, oh yeah, we have no idea. It's it's a miracle in a world without them, but mm-hmm. this is fine. I'm not yeah. against this. I, and you know, I like that, you know, we, we do see Jerry because obviously he's not named. They don't show Abby. There, there is a theory no. that someone who was running was Abby because they had a break. No. Uh, wait, what are you talking about? Abby was there. Laura Bailey was the nurse. Oh yeah, that, that's right. Yeah, she was the yeah, nurse. She was there. What are you talking I posted about? a picture of her posing with the peace sign next to the dead body. Did you see that? Did you see that? No, I need okay, to find I'm sh- that. I'm showing you right now. Hang on. All right. Is it like the fucking Grant Gustin meme? It is. It's exactly like that. Yeah. Yes. All right, it's loading. And there yes. you go. Yes. That's so good. <laughs> but yeah, like I earlier on, I was expecting we'd see like Abby, but now I'm like, no, I like that they're keeping it vague. Like they, they're going to keep it a surprise some... for season two. Mm-hmm. And I, I just love the way they did the ending. Like, I mean, it's very one to one, obviously. Like, cause it, it's same music, same dialogue. Same cuts and same like long shot on Ellie while she's like thinking and then looks back at Joel and's like okay and then cut the credits like 
Uh, but it's still, you know, cool to see because I'm a nerd. Um, right. But like, God, there's just so like if I had to pick favorite episodes, I definitely pick like, you know, episode one, three, five, seven and eight. Like mm-hmm. and all the other ones in between are still incredible yeah. to me. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I think my favorites would probably be one, three, five, and seven. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's talk about things we might have. Oh, uh, what sh- if you can name any shots in particular that? You- what what shots did you like? Uh God. Um. Like in general, I think you know the directing and cinematography really it's good. Very in the good. Show. Yeah. I've seen people try to dog on it and being like, "It's all, it's all the same." And it's like, yeah, usually TV shows have directing styles that feel the same per episode. I don't know what yeah, to tell you. That that's how it works. Uh, like, I think you tweeted me once. You'd think this is like the first TV show some people have ever seen. It like, really feels like it. It's absurd. Like it, like y'all. I don't know how to tell you. Like. TV shows are not movies, They're like not. for a reason. Like, like. Also, I think the cinematography the cinematography is grounded. Like the, like, yeah. I feel like it's just MCU brain rot of like, oh, it's great. Sometimes like gray color and you know static shots and you know handheld. That that means it's that bad. Means bad. And, and it's like no, that's just Stop. that's just the last of us. That's just how, yeah. Right, but uh, honestly, the the main shot that has just straight up never left my brain is probably the end of the first episode when they're walking into the city. Mm-hmm. You know, like that. I I never stopped thinking of that one uh, with Boston's famous tilted towers. Yeah, they've <laughs> always been there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right next to the Bostonian mountains, ten miles away. Oh, uh, don't worry about that. That. I'm still like, what the fuck are you people talking about? What Massachusetts have you been to? (laughs) The Canadian Massachusetts. That is Canada. That's what it looks like. Yeah. They're in fucking Colorado. (laughs) Look at those mountains. Look at them. Look at them. them. They're in Maine. Wherever they are, they ain't fucking Massachusetts. Tell you that. It was filmed primarily in Canada. Okay. Fucking Canucks. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize to our Canadian listeners. Sorry, Noah. Sorry, buddy. I love you. <sighs> I I really loved um that specific shot with them riding on the horse into the sunset, like with the mm-hmm. like they're straight like the camera's right behind them. And you know the sun's shining like in front of them. I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the shot when Joel is like lifting up the the assault rifle in the hospital, like before yeah. he starts rampage. I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like a lot of the shots in episode six, especially like a lot of the establishing shots, editing too, felt so much like the game. Like, mm-hmm. where you have, you know, cuts, like you have establishing shot, cut to another establishing shot, cut to a third one, and then, you know, go back to the characters. I thought that was great. Like, 
And the show used a lot of cuts to black like the game does too. And I thought, I think that's great. Like, visual language helps keep things in synergy, you know? But, and do we have any other favorite moments? Or uh, things? I, I think that, oh, you know what? We didn't really talk about. Uh, I love the change with the infected where when they bite you, the little tendrils pour out the mm-hmm. mouth and into the, the wound. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Like when, when we heard that they were getting rid of spores and mm-hmm. we're doing tendrils instead, we were like, what the fuck? That's stupid. Like that. Yep. What? Then the show came out and we're like, Oh, Oh, I get it. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Like I like spores in the game. I think they're cool. Yeah. Where after the show, I'm like, yeah, I can see why they cut out spores. I yeah. like for the show anyway. Like yeah, I yeah, I, I I'm fine with it now for sure. And like, what was uh, I love love the part in two. I should have mentioned this before when like they kill the one infected in the like the uh, where are they again? Like the at the end there. Capitol building or something? Yeah, the Capitol building. Yeah. Okay, yeah. When they kill it and like its hand touches the dirt and a little tendril pops out and like touches it, and then a mile away it reaches out to all the other ones going, Hey, mm-hmm. they're over here. Yeah, come get them. Lunchtime. Yeah, it's like it's like, oh, that's you can't win. Mm-hmm, you can't. You can't like, beat this. <laughs> like, that's what I love how this show, like, we'll get into it like in a sec, but like the sparing use of the infected, like, it feels like, you know, for budgetary reasons, of course. Show oh, out. yeah, no, these effects are expensive as fuck. Like, even though the show had a massive budget and, like, it went into it very well, they still had to use things accordingly. But, God, like, when, but, but they use it smartly because when the infected, someone's getting bitten or dying or both. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Someone important, especially like, yeah, you know, like, pilot obviously is the outbreak. Um, yeah, and episode two, Tess, episode three, that's you know, it's just a mine, so it's fine. Episode five, the fucking horde, the horde. tearing through Kathleen and Sam, uh, and 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 Perry. Um, oh, yeah, it was cool, it was cool having a um. Uh, Jeffrey Pierce as as a uh, Harry, I thought yeah, I thought that was, that was cool. cool. Um, and then episode seven, Riley and Ellie getting bit, mm-hmm. and then episode ten, Anna getting bit. I mean nine. <laughs> Sorry, I was about to say ten. What? This is secret good tenth episode. <laughs> damn it! Damn it! <laughs> I had That's to. Good. I know. But yeah, the changes they made to how the infected, I think, were very smart and. Like they did their research on it because mycelium are real. That's what fungus is made of. Mm-hmm. So it's like the shot of the fucking in episode two of like that whole code open was great too. Like the of mm-hmm. the scientist and Jakarta. Yeah, um, like the cutting open like the the bite wound on the ankle, and it's just fungus underneath the skin. And they look in the mouth and they pull out some threads and they start they start moving. And then while they're trying to get out, you see it very slowly crawling out of the dead lady's mouth like it's a like it's a legitimate parasite. Like, yeah, it's like, what the fuck? Like, it looked like spider legs, and that freaked me the fuck out. 
It's fucking Las Plagas. It's yeah. Real. <laughs> like, it, uh, I forgot to mention episode. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, the cordyceps really are like the perfect marriage of Las Plagas and the the mold from the seven and eight. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Just, it's just the same shit. Mm-hmm. We gotta I, blow up a giant baby. <laughs> that's 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 season five. That's how it ends. That that's part three. <laughs> but uh, God, I oh yeah, um, episode three, the part where Ellie goes into the basement of that gas station and finds the one infected that's pinned down. First of all, the makeup on that one, especially, really mm-hmm. good. The the fucking like, the fucking like cylinders or vines or whatever you call them coming out of the eye stock fuck that that like that yeah. just straight up looked like fungus like that oh god it was so good and just like you could see little tendrils underneath the skin and one of them even poking out and like uh-huh. ellie using this moment to kind of like take revenge for riley like uh-huh. and setting up part two it's like, oh, love it i love it it was great the added parts to Ellie of, you know, showing her capacity for violence, I thought was very good in this in this in this season. Um but uh So let's move on to anything we had problems with. I feel like you're gonna have this more more to say about this because I'm a shill. Um <laughs> but But uh I, I do I do have a I do have a couple, you know, nitpicks or critiques and stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead. Alright. Uh all right, I guess we'll start. Um I mean I don't wanna open on Tess's death, but I'm might no, I'll save that for later. Uh Okay. I, I guess I'll I'll start with the infected. I like I just praised them. I will say I wish there was at least like two or three not not three, just t- like two more at most like encounters with them spread mm-hmm. throughout just just to remind us that they're there because those last two episodes i forgot about them i'm not gonna lie like they yeah. they were just not there at all and it's like uh like it's it's not the big deal it doesn't ruin the show it's just i would have liked at least one or two more scenes of like just just them showing up you know yeah and being like being like a problem like I, I've seen a lot of people. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say it, it. It is just kind of an inherent problem with like the genre, where it's like if you have the zombies show up too much and the heroes get out unscathed and deal with it, what's even the threat? But if they don't show up at all, then it's like, why are there even zombies in the first place? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a problem Walking Dead ran into after like two or three seasons. Yeah, that's why zombie movies usually zombie shows and whatnot. Yeah. They did say that uh, they're going to have more infected in season two. Like, they did Good. an interview recently and said, we're going to have more infected, we'll have new types, um, we're going to have more action, which I'm like, yes, you should, because see, part two, part two story is ingrained in violence and action. Like, you can't, you can't like cut. You can't cut out gameplay sequences like a snippet tool, and then present all the three-hour cutscenes and be like, "There you go, there's your show." Right. Like, not saying they did that here at all. Like, no. 
but you get what I mean. Yeah. Like, no, you, the brutality in the game is important for part two story to work at all. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, but, it doesn't, but that's a horror thing. Yeah. <laughs> we, we have like a five hour episode about it. Yeah, go listen to that where we, where we duel to We the had death. our civil war. Yeah. <laughs> We're good now. Yeah. Sort uh, of. But, but yeah, that. <laughs> I'm so better. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, uh, that, that's like a minor nitpick. It, another one, I, I wish the finale was just like, I don't five or ten minutes longer because mm-hmm. I they literally s- just step on a flashbang halfway through and suddenly we're already at the hospital we're already like going through it now it's like alright go 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 mm-hmm. like it it was fine I wasn't upset I just feel like could have used like a few more minutes of stuff before this yeah they, they could have but- had you know like I I don't expect like you know I never expected that ex- sequence of going through the sewers and like no. like we said headshotting sixty seven bloaters. Yeah, like, no, I I was not expecting out, like his three shivs and go all right, let's do this and just yeah. fucking go into town on the bloaters and clickers and all the shit. I so think it would like, be neat if I don't know, they, two or three infected just walking around. Yeah, it would have been cool if they did like had. A, a little sequence there to just kind of like show how Joel and Ellie have like you know progressed in terms of survival. Mm-hmm. Not that they not, but like I get they run the risk of infected not being a threat. But like you know, it could it could just be like a couple runners or clickers yeah. that they just sneak up on. Like yeah, yeah, j- just a few like just generic infected that aren't like super powered like all the other ones or you know? super cost heavy. Yeah. Yeah, right. Where it's like, oh, that one has one little mushroom growing out the top of his head. Dad, we can afford that. We have that money. <laughs> yeah. We we spent it all on that bloater costume. <laughs> and we didn't even use it. But, like, I, I think... <laughs> but I, here's the thing. I really appreciate that they made a whole suit and were like, we're going to try to make this work. We're going to try to do this using a practical suit yep and at the end of the day they're just like this is just not feasible like it, the suit looks it, amazing but in motion it it's work. yeah i was gonna say i'm sure in motion it looks it's like it's too it's too fat yeah can't like the, do what it needs to do like the 30 minute behind the scenes thing showed like some footage of it like before the cgi and like yeah, I get it. And even then, the CGI bowler looked really good. So, yeah, like, no, it looked cool. Mm-hmm. He, he ripped that man's head off. He did. It was the exact game animation, but we got to see it. It was. I was end. geeking out with that. It's like, oh my yeah. god, that's what he did to me 17 times. But we got to see it to the end. Like, yeah, yeah, we. that's true. We never actually see it rip the head off. We only mm-hmm. cut right before it, it does it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that was really cool. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Um... Any others? Uh, oh, I, I mentioned it on Twitter. Um, I I I thought Troy Baker, yo, he was fine as like you know James as you know David's like lackey sidekick, reluctant loser friend, whatever. <laughs> like he was fine. I think he should have been Kathleen. Mm. I think he should have had a bigger role as like 
I think he should have been the bandit leader. I I could see that working. Yeah. 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 It, if only because like I, I, I've made fun of it on Twitter so many times. Like Ashley Johnson is clearly you know gets to be Ellie's mom, who's like you know super important, and then Troy Baker is some dude on the cannibal cult. Like he's he has a name, but he don't matter. Plays Ruben Langdon's character. You did. You know what? Fair. But but no, I I definitely like especially because you know Tommy uh, Jeffrey Pierce plays his, plays the right hand man of Kathleen. Yeah, yeah that 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 would have been even better. It's like that our new cast are running from the old one. Mm-hmm. Like and not in like the creepy pedophile way like we thought yes. it would be. Yeah, I, I like I was saying for months on end that same. I think Troy Baker was is going to be David, and then like once the episode came out, I'm like, yeah, I'm glad that didn't happen. Yeah, like, yeah. we don't we don't we don't need I, a like I they did consider it, but then they're they like, did. we're going a different we're going like we're making some changes to David to make things more apparent. We don't need to have that like. It would be too on the nose and also weird. So, yeah. no. Do you really want to hear Joel say these things? No, <laughs> we do not. No, you don't. So, yeah, it, I I get why they said no for David, and I I was stupid for saying they should have. Yeah, no, I'm uh, me too. I was like, uh, maybe if Scott Shepard was phenomenal. Yeah, he was amazing, and again, I'm terrified of him now forever. But that's yeah. the <laughs> again. I'm sure you're a lovely person, Scott. Good Lord, please, please tell me you're not like that. Please, just, just say the words. Oh God. But but no, yeah, I I definitely get where you're coming. Troy as as uh, Kathleen's character, like, because Melanie Linsky did great. Like I'm glad she, she did. Yeah, like, I, you... uh, yeah. I no diss to her, like her thing. I like I said, I she's probably my least favorite part of the show, and it's not not because of her. It's just I feel like I've seen her and her character and everything just done better elsewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, like she's fine. It's just like, eh. Mm-hmm. Like that's you that's know, my take on. It. Oh, no, I get it. Like you know me, I'm a part two stand. So like I thought, my my take on her was like I liked her as like you know a face for this group and foreshadowing for you know Ellie in part two, mm-hmm. and you know showing what happens when you prioritize vengeance over more pressing matters. Um, but but like I definitely I definitely get where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, she was fine. She's just kind of there for me, and I feel like I've seen her done better in other stuff. So it's like, eh, whatever. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna lose sleep. Over. Five is still one of my favorite episodes. Like, mm-hmm. didn't didn't affect. She didn't affect it that much, so don't worry. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, trying to think of anything else before I get to it. Uh. uh... No, all right. Yeah, the, my my biggest issue was Tessa's death. I hated it. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like it, ju- I understand what you mean, what you're saying. Like 
and I do see it of like you know it's supposed to be like juxtaposed like compared to like the 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 relationship she wants with Joel of like that he he's too closed off and disconnected as opposed to the infected who are all connected to each other all the time and stuff like yeah no I get that that makes sense that shit's just mean spirited and gross though I'm sorry no it's okay I no like don't apologize coming from like I totally get where you're coming from yeah especially because that that's the only one they ever do it like she's the only one that gets like the kiss of death version Mm -hmm. you know and and again you know me neil Druckmann is my mortal enemy and (laughs) i i don't i don't trust that man with women considering the original version of last of us hey what the fuck yeah you told me about that yeah where it was it was a much it, it was the same except the virus only affected women Mm-hmm. And Ellie was the good one. It's uh, it sounds like he was like very inspired by uh, like why the last it, man I think why why the last man yeah but like reverse or children children because that movie came out around the same time he was planning to do Last of Us yeah um so but it's good that it changed yes obviously <laughs> um but no I definitely I definitely get why uh. People didn't like it. My NYU didn't like it. Um, like, I I think the reason why I like I no I already explained why it worked for yeah. me. So I don't I don't yeah. And, and it, I, yeah and it, I I definitely get get why. Like it I I see the the symbolism and stuff in there. It's just it's just too much for me. No no I get you. Like yeah. I like the important thing to me was that she got to go out way. And mm-hmm. he still did that, so I, I thought I thought that was good that they kept that. Like, I don't know. I like that we got to stay with her a bit, like instead of she gets shot off screen. I I do agree with that. Yeah, but but I definitely get you know because it is a very uncomfortable scene. Like, and it is they they are meaning it to be very. Um, but but I definitely understand because like yeah no like it can read very mean-spirited and because they don't have that happen to any other character but like i chalked that up more to like you know their limited use of the infected like Mm -hmm. because the intent was to show that like because the fungus is intelligent if someone's not gonna like if there is no need for violence they will do it in like the most painless way possible because they're not trying to eat. They're trying to just spread the infection. Like, right. But even so, I definitely understand where you're coming from. See, we can be amicable <laughs> for once. Holy shit. Holy shit. Who would have thought we can have two different opinions on something? Um, Last of Us 2 is still bad. Anyway. Um... <laughs> Anything I didn't like about the show, I mean, you kind of, you kind of like hit it. Uh, like, I can't even say I disliked the, the sparing use of the infected. Like, mm-hmm. I, it was just one of those things where I'm like, okay, like, because mainly just because like I, for me, it worked because of the danger element they presented. Like, mm-hmm. if they show up, someone is dying. 
someone right. important is dying. Like that that's the thing they're going for. And because you know the Last of Us one has such a sparse cast, like the cast is just Joel and Ellie mainly. They're like right. you don't have a lot of supporting characters. In part two, you have fucking 70 supporting characters. I was going to say you have like 100, so feed them. Go. Yeah. So in part two, I think it'll make sense. Like, if they want to change some characters' deaths to like getting bitten by an infected or whatever, like, mm. that, that's fine. Yeah. Maybe Jesse could get bitten instead of being shot, like, unceremoniously. Um, <laughs> God. The man opened a door and he was gone. <laughs> but but yeah, like I I would have liked one other encounter too. Again, it's not a make or break thing for me. Like I've seen some people treat it like a make or break thing, like, you know, a less of a focus on action because of that. Like I've seen some people straight up be like it ruins the whole show and I'm like, I don't know. Even in the game, the focus of the story was mostly just on Joel and Ellie connecting. Like it Yeah. That 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 is the core of the story. The the, the fucking mushroom zombies are just a backdrop. Yeah, like that. That's what I've said. Like the the cordyceps, the clickers, and the infected. It's window dressing for yeah. this world, and yeah. not that it isn't important because it is. Like, but the point is also by the end of the first story, Ellie's immunity doesn't really matter because you can't revert the world back to the way it was. Yeah, you like, can't it, fix it. Like, that's why I think it worked, because, you know, by the end, it's like, well, what, what's the big deal with the infected? It's like, I mean, yeah, that's just kind of part of the world now. They're just like another, they're another fucking animal in the world that you have to deal with. Like, you cannot make the world the way, you cannot refer things back to 2003. You can't listen to Avril Lavigne again on the like you right it, it's, it's done you you can't make another star wars yeah like you can't fix the prequel trilogy in the you end cannot, you cannot end it at two i'm sorry yeah like it's it, you can't you can't fix things so like the infected have always been a window dressing in a to this story about and they you know further explore that because the infected are all connected while Joel is so unconnected from everyone, and he learns to be connected again, and that's the thing that will ev- that will e- eventually doom him. Yep. Like, like again, dark side of love connections leading to our demise, our emotions, you know, like our love leading us to make you know not logical decisions. That's just how it be. Um, I. A complaint I do have was like the ending of episode six. I think that action sequence should have been prolonged. Yeah. I don't need like a full action sequence. I would be fine with like if even if they just extended the sneaking, that would be fine with me because like him only killing one person in that episode was important for episode eight. Mm-hmm. Like, but even so, it's just like eh. But um. I would have liked a bit more action in the city. Mm-hmm. But again, it's kind of hard to do that without it feeling like like when someone says that a movie or show video gamey, they're not insulting games at all most of the time, I don't think anyway. Mm-hmm. It's just that you you 
walk for a bit, then stop and have an action sequence, and then you carry on after. That it's like, does that lead to anything? Does that have any connective tissue plot? Does that drive anything? Does that drive any of the characters forward at all? And you know, in a game, it's gameplay. You're there to play the game. It's interactive. You know, you're right. having fun shooting dudes and shit. But like in the in in a show, it, it's hard to do that. Even so, I wish they could have found a way to do that. And like I said, like like we talked about for the final episode, having one more encounter with the infected would have been nice. Mm-hmm. There, um, like again, the show was not flawless. Like like the first game is my favorite game of all time, and I think it's a masterpiece. It's not it's not flawless either. Like there is no piece of media I think that is flawless. Right. Like like. A masterpiece is not a masterpiece because it, it's because the good parts of it shine through everything else, like to the point that nothing else matters. Like, and I think I'm not going to say the show is a masterpiece because you know it, I don't have time to marinate on it. Really, well, I've had some time to, but like, it hasn't been ten years since the show came out, so we still got time to discuss and think about right. things. But no, it was it was it it's very well done and like the fact that I have little to no complaint about an adaptation to a story I hold so near and dear to my heart. Right. That's impressive. Like that the only complaints I could have are this encounter sh- sh- should have been kept in or just needed a bit more action here and there. Mhm. Cause that's, that's really it. That like my, one of my main things I wanted from the was an opening credit sequence and we, and we got, got that. Yeah. That's another thing. Like we didn't talk about that, but the opening credits are like one of my favorite opening credits ever made. They're very like, good. Like elastic can do no wrong. And just, ugh. I wonder if they're going to make a new one for season two. I think they have to. Yeah, just because of you know the change of the story, but like I wonder if uh, you know they'll use part two's theme because you know it's still the same melody, but it's very much warped and broken. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if they'll if they'll do that instead. Which if they do, I'll, mi- I'll miss this theme, yeah. this version of the theme. But still, I'd I'd be interested to see what that. Yeah, in I, part two. I can kind of envision a version of like this ending, or this ending, this opening for mm-hmm. like season two or whatever, and it ends at the boat. Ew, yeah. Oh man. Like, you could do like, some well, stuff I, with water, like right. Like, like I don't even like part two, and I can imagine an awesome intro. Mm-hmm. Like, it, there's cool imagery in there you can use. Mm-hmm. I could have some stuff with Seraphites and WLF and shit. Like, mm-hmm. while still keeping the court, I think they should still keep the the fungus spreading thing. Like, yeah, because that that's cool. Um, but they could they could do a lot with it. I think it would be great. Yeah. Um, is there anything we wish they changed or added? Um. I kind of wish we got to see a flash in the fireflies of a what of Tommy and the fireflies. 
Yeah, I would really like that. I, I would like to see how Joel and Tess met. Yeah, I like because they changed it in this to where like this, like both like Tommy knew Tess too in the game he didn't like. Uh-huh. So it would it would have been cool to see how like I'm fine with you know those days of their time being you know like never shown like left ambiguous and whatnot. Yeah, but still, you know, like it it'd be it'd be nice to see. It'd be cool to see. Um. Hmm. It's hard to say, just because like every change, most of the they made uh, worked with me, and I think yeah. like I, say, I think I think all the stuff I wanted them to change, they did. So, mm-hmm. namely Bill and Frank. So, like, yeah, mm. like I love Bill's story in the game and how it. Uh, how how it um you know like showed a dark future for Joel like yep. if he keeps on being the way he is this is who he's going to end up as right on the other hand the bird the gay yeah like in the sky let, yeah <laughs> let's have them let's have them like go out there let's have them live a full like let's have you watch this episode and just get lost in the st- for an hour, like oh, I forgot, I was watching The Last of Us for a minute. Mm-hmm. I won't lie. Like, it, oh, right. The Apocalypse. best, yeah. The best, like episodes or movies or whatever, are the ones where you just get lost. Like mm-hmm. you throw everything else to the wind. You're just completely, just focused and immersed. And it was very beautifully done. Um, like I love that Bill got a happy ending in this universe. Yeah, I thought I thought that was. Thought it was good that he got to, you know, evolve as a character and change and you know I, I it was your it's a great change. Mm-hmm. They and it's like the biggest change they made, obviously. Yeah. Very well done. Um Do we have any other like thoughts in general or anything? Um I could just Oh um, I do want to bring up one scene that I forgot to earlier. I think it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's from like episode one when Ellie is walking back to Boston like a day after Left Behind. It mm-hmm. seems you know, and like they take her in and like see she's bit and like explain the process of like what they do. Where it's like you know we give you some medicine, we get your favorite. You know, let you do her, and then uh, you go to sleep for a while. And it's like, yeah, that that's probably what that that's like. It's disgusting. Was also like probably the most humane way to handle yeah. this situation. You, you know? said the kid was Ellie. I was so confused. Wait, was it what? You said that the kid walking to Boston was Ellie. Was it not? No, because that kid dies. I thought that was supposed to be Ellie. No, that was that was in 2023. That's the kid that Joel throws into the. Oh, was oh, yeah. Because okay, I thought cause... that was Ellie. So never mind. Yeah, no, because Marlene Marlene took Ellie and and put her in the. In right, a... I, I I thought like well like they fought. Hey, kid's not fucking dead yet. What's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> but okay, I did not. I thought that was Ellie. Never mind. 
Still a great scene, though. Still a great scene. Yes. Yes. Like, no, it's still fantastic. I love that. Like, it, it was it was very well done. Like, like you said, it's very sickening and scary, but, like... It's, some... it's the only way to do it, really. Like... But also, with how Fedra is, who's to say that that thing isn't rigged to read red, like, the entire time? Even if, you know, those two soldiers don't know it. Right. Like, it's those questions that keep you on your toes, at least to me. Um, like, I, I love that they made Joel's massacre in the just, like, horrifying. It was a slaughter. Like, it's so mean. Like, it, and, you know, I, this is earlier, but someone, someone be like, oh, this, uh, this show in part two portrayed Joel is wrong when the first game portrayed him as right. And it's like, it's like, look, guys, I am pretty firmly in the, the Joel was right camp in this scenario. The game did not portray him as right. Yeah. Like if it did, he wouldn't have lied. Like that's the thing. And also, you know, the change of him being like, Oh yeah, uh, Raiders showed up and uh, yeah, they yeah yeah that's the thing. It's like uh, they killed yeah that that was the uh, Kathleen's ghost She's haunting me Ellie yeah I've I've seen some people be like they ruined it by like saying that Ellie was awake at some point when the fireflies got her but like they explained that no they they put her under before telling her that they had to kill her yeah no, like, they still was... didn't give her a choice they didn't mm-hmm. actually tell her what they were gonna do. Yeah, like, because Marl- if Marlene's going to take Ellie, Marlene's not She's going to keep her under. Like, yeah. And, to be honest, I actually, again, I really like that they, she was actually awake for a bit in this, because, again, helping show the Fireflies suck, because in the game, they didn't have the opportunity to, to give Ellie the, the, the choice, at least, at least in their eyes, because for some reason, you know, Abby's dad was like, no, we gotta do it, like, right now. Right now, mm-hmm. right now. And I'm like, at least wait for her to fucking wake up first, but okay. Because uh, mm-hmm. you know, she got her, hit her head on, like, concrete or whatever, because they fell in a hole. Uh, mm-hmm. it, in the game, she woke up, and they're like, alright, you made it. We're mm-hmm. gonna fix the world, alright? Just uh, go back to sleep. Yeah, Ellie got to be like, oh yeah, I finally made it. We're gonna, we're gonna... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Let's go. I'm a superhero. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, oh, and they're like, uh, got cut up, cut up, cut up in that brain. Yeah, uh, put it, put it in a blender. <laughs> Take then, the juice out and then drink <laughs> the smoothie. Be god, oh god! <laughs> Knowing the fireflies, that was the plan. <laughs> Again, they stuck the the fucking fungus inside of monkeys and thought it would end well. Yeah. <laughs> and then they got bit and scratched with uh oh. Also, they recruited child soldiers. They took babies for their homes. <laughs> like Riley is still a kid and they recruit like based on nothing. Like Right. <laughs> like she again, she was gonna get put on janitor duty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she she's not like a super soldier. You're you're locking a room full of pipe bombs. What do you think's gonna happen? Like it's like, this group very clearly had, like, what my theory of the Fireflies is that they started out with very altruistic 
you know, like we are going to do this. We're going to fight back. We're going to change the world. We're going to change the world. And as time went on and they got more and more desperate, they started making more and more compromises to the point where it's like, you're just no better from veteran. Yeah. Like, cause you're going to install like, you know, the three party, the three branch system, three branches of government. How are you, how are we going to do this? Do any of you know how to, like, Uh, are any of you congressmen and shit? Yeah. If you are get in the, get in the corpse pile. And this is not at all a a defense of Fedra at all. Like both of them deserve to just be gone. (laughs) We need to live like Tommy in the commune. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I forgot to talk about the bill. Just like, like, like they're explaining the, you know, Jackson's like system, like government shit. Joe's like, Oh, communism. And Tommy's like, what? No, it's nothing like that. And I was like, and she's like, no, we're, we're communists. This is a commune. We're communists. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? And then Tommy's like, uh, wait a oh. second. Oh, yeah, wait. In that episode, I forgot. Uh, Dina. Appear- Dina's cameo. I thought that was oh, great. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Like, I saw that and I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like, yeah. whether or not that actress plays Dina in season two and onward, um, that remains to be seen. But, like, right. Um, but that was cool because, like, you know, that was how Dina dressed usually in the game, like, you know, sweater, vest, like, all that. So I thought I thought that was cool. And also uh, Shimmer, like the, the, the horse, Ellie's horse. Yeah, that was great. And the, the house that they stay in, like, has has the um, has the, the garage shed thing like that. Ellie yeah. makes her own room. So I, th- I think that's great. Like that they have, and also you know, just in general, that's Jackson too from Part Two, and they went with that instead of the power plant because they said they didn't have much of much of a budget left for the power plant. That's so, fair. Like, I'm fine with that. Like seeing yeah. Jackson here was cool because, like, yeah, I I like town more than damn. Yeah, <laughs> Vanilla Will Livingston. <laughs> We gotta get the Hoover Dam up and run it again. <laughs> it's the only thing keeping Megatron at bay. <laughs> oh god, I also really love the uh, them talking about like what what they're gonna do after um, they save the world. And Joel says, you know, ranch with sheep, and that's oh, that's what Ellie yeah. does in part two. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's so cool. And uh, it it's little details and touches, like like yeah. watching the documentary, like. Um, Anna Torv said, like, you know, in the tunnels and stuff and wreckage, the detail was insane. They would put sesame seeds down to imitate mouse shit. Oh, like, that's awesome. Like, nobody would notice it, but they're like, not like it. The practical yeah, sets in this show are amazing. Like, like they're so good. Are, like, not just for TV, but for movies too. Like, fucking hell. Like, this show uses a lot of blue screen too, obviously. Like, oh yeah, no, you can, you can, you can see it. It's just like practical effects, sets and shit are so immaculate, and it works very like it has very good lighting too. Like it works very mm-hmm. well. Like it uses a lot of natural lighting very well. Um, it just like and the CGI for the most part looked great. Like, yeah, there may be like a couple shots like throughout the season that I was like. Mm, that's a bit iffy, but that's uh, fine. Yeah, like, that, that's fine. Like the bloater looked amazing. Um, 
some of the infected were CGI in the, you know, in episode five, obviously, but oh yeah, a good amount of them, like a, a majority of them, were real people, which was great. Like, yeah. they got nine hundred and ninety nine people to <laughs> crawl out of that cave. They did like cast like a fuck ton of people. Infected, they did an infected boot camp. They called it. <laughs> um, it's like here's here's how you move. You you know twitch and torch like man. Want to be a clicker in season two? Come on, right? God, I've always wanted to be like a fucked up zombie extra in one of these types of things. Put me in the mushroom makeup. Put put the fake blood on me. Ship me out to Calgary. I will give the best performance you have ever damn seen. Like, ugh, like it just like the show's commitment to going more practical. Uh, versus like solely CGI is just like it like I am like if I had to choose between getting more infected or having them be mostly practical I'm going to choose practical like because mm-hmm. it's they f- just look great seeing real clickers and real people doing those movements like it's so creepy and fucked up I love it yeah like it and even then, like people mo capping them, that's that's cool. Like, yeah, it it just excuse me. Oh, you're in. The set design with the tendrils too was mm-hmm. was really good. I love like, seeing them growing all over shit and like mm-hmm. out of the ground. And like, yeah, if like if it's bone dry, that means infected nearby or dead. But if uh, you know. Obviously, if it's moist, <laughs> then if it's moist. If it's, wet. if it's moist, critical. Hey guys, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, pr- that's about it. See you. <laughs> so he ends every day. Hey, fades. <laughs> and then fungus grows. <laughs> but uh, like, and they got they got the the actors who the all the infected in the game back to uh, voice them in the show mm-hmm. and was, all that. it was very it was really cool it was yeah. it was great that they did that just they cast so many good people for this like, really like the two the people who played the clickers in the museum were like fans of the game and like knew what to do and like in terms of their body like it just ugh, so immaculate so good like Neil I'll put aside our blood feud if you put me in the makeup Exactly, exactly. You know what's up, you know what's up. I'll, I'll put aside our differences. <laughs> tend to like you. Let me do it. If you find out he's a Transformers fan and has all the same opinions as you on it, then what? Or we may have found a common ground. <laughs> we can put it to rest <laughs> until The Last of Us 3 comes out. <laughs> then we may reignite it. What if you like The Last of Us 3? They'll be very happy. I hope you do. I hope. Because it's very clear that their next game is Last of Us 3. Yeah. Neil's trying to be obtuse about it. It's like, oh, yeah, we're doing something. I don't know what, though. Like, they're saying, like, like they're trying to be like, oh, it's not 3, but if we do part 3, it would have to be a really good story. And it's like, that's obvious advertisement for Yeah, part 3 is going to be awesome. Yeah, you're 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 making part three right now. Yeah, like, like right now. 
it makes sense too in, in my yeah. eyes anyway because like yeah you no know, you have like you're on the high with last of us you know show multiplayer game part three and the trilogy give it a conclusion there shouldn't be a spanning franchise there shouldn't be a it's, no like it's like i'd be satisfied if part two's but i don't think they're going to end it without giving some kind of resolution or ending because she needs some kind of finality because like you know the way part two ends is very clearly like she's going to find she's going to find her reason she's going to find that new something to fight for like that like she's like something to fight for is tommy's head on a stick (laughs) base fuck (laughs) him but but yeah like it like she's made peace with Joel's death finally. She's moved on. She's broken the cycle. Like she like she's done with that. Now she's moving on. So I think they want to whether it be she somehow like finds a new doctor and go and chooses the procedure for herself or she goes on another adventure and finds a new family or even gets back together with Dina. Um whatever that is they're going to have a third one and they're going to end her story for good. I think anyway, mm-hmm. like there may be spinoffs someday. Like, I mean the, the multiplayer game is a spinoff and apparently we'll have story mode, but no one's going to play that. <laughs> no one's going to play I, story mode. I will. Um, <laughs> You're the only one, buddy. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you and Neil can play it together. <laughs> But uh, yeah. Um, in terms of video game adaptations, where would you put this? Like, including animated ones too. Where would you Where would you put this? Okay, okay. If we're including animated, uh, okay. Hmm. All right. So, at the very least, of like recent ones, because we include everything. I gotta include shit like Sonic Sat AM and stuff like that. So, like, I'm mm-hmm. I don't. That can stay over there. Uh, I think... God. I think Netflix Castlevania is still at the top for me. Mm -hmm. Just because I'm a big Castlevania mark, and I just really like that series. Yeah, you're like like the angry video game nerd. Yeah. Malcolm McDowell's death. It's great. Uh, He swears like a fucking sailor. It's awesome. Nice. Like it's such a great portrayal of death. He's such a loser. It's great. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Netflix Castlevania is probably at the top for me. Although I will admit, season three sucks. But that's a whole other. It mm. looks pretty, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's pretty up there. Uh, Arcane, this, and then the Sonic movies, and then whatever else. Uh, I guess Cyberpunk. I haven't even seen Cyberpunk, so I can't even rank that. Mm-hmm. I, I went halfway through it and didn't finish it. I need to at some point yeah. soon. I really liked it. It's just like I wouldn't put it as my favorite, but I really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know me. This is going at the top. <laughs> so, yeah, I was gonna say. I, I, I didn't even need to. It's no question. It's no question. <laughs> but, yeah. No. I I would have been shocked if it was below anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, Uncharted's at the top, obviously. Fuck you! I forgot about that one. <laughs> we got to do a commentary track for that one. I've never, I've never seen it. So me neither. Uh, Tom Holland. I'm sorry. I'm not. 
took the money. <laughs> they pitched him. They to be fair, they pitched him that this would be a pre. That this he would got, be like he got paid. I don't care. <laughs> I don't feel sorry. He's Spider Man. That's true. Yeah, he's dating Zendaya. <laughs> I don't feel sorry for the man. Of- <laughs> he's he got paid millions of dollars <laughs> to wear a mocap suit and spandex suit, just jump around a set. Exactly. Now he's dating fucking Zendaya. He's he's set forever. He is. He doesn't need to do anything else. He doesn't. I would like it if he does, though. Please, please keep making Spider-Man movies, Tom. I please. need them. Fight Wait. Hobgoblin. Please. Fight Kingpin. Fight Scorpion. Hang out Fight. with Daredevil. Hang out with Daredevil. Fight a good version of Venom for once. Please. Um, Give me a good one. Yeah. I want it. <sighs> but, but yeah, no, this is definitely at the top. Um... That's funny. I haven't actually seen a whole lot like in my lifetime, but I've seen I've seen some you know, Mortal Kombat movies. Mm-hmm. Um, nope. But like, nope. This is the first like live action one. Like I haven't I haven't seen either Sonic movie. I need to. Like I've heard people really genuinely like two and think two is a good movie. Um, Sonic two is a really fun time. Mm-hmm. Like it, and it's a really good Sonic movie. Because mm-hmm. the the first one's still fine, but it's like it has the the trappings of it, it's fucking doing... it's fucking Smurfs. Yeah, like it's it's the James Marsden cinematic universe talking to animated creatures in a truck, like it, or as I call it, schizophrenia. <laughs> <laughs> I I stole that image wholesale. I, don't I oh yeah, I need to get that back and see you. Um. <laughs> but yeah, like this is the one that I think really, like, I'm glad this exists because there are a lot of people who can't play games or just you know won't right. learn how to. Right. And my, like my my 50 year old dad's not gonna fucking pick up a PlayStation Three controller. Yeah, and, like people people will say like, well. Like why is why does adaptation exist? They should just play the game. And it's like there are many people who either can't or just like too disconnected from technology or newer technology yeah. to do so. Like yeah, earlier today, my grandpa was watching Zombie Land. He went, "Man, they shoot if the zombies are already dead. Why do they die when they shoot them?" <laughs> Question of the year. He gets it. He gets it. I love it, man. <laughs> but, but yeah, like I'm but, so uh, laughing thank you, man. <laughs> I am too. I was uh, eating dinner and he walked in and asked us like, oh <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh, he's based. He's real. He is. He is. <laughs> but uh but uh like cause, you know, like I think they've done a like even though you no know, Craig has said some goofy stuff leading up to this show. Um, a lot. But he has in in the you know behind the scenes stuff, I will say, same with Neil to be fair, and like in the in the making of documentary, they talked about how like there are many people who have never and will never pick up a controller in their lives mm-hmm. because of various factors. Like mm-hmm. like uh, age, um 
you know, like just have like physical reasons, like mental, re- th- very, many things. There are many yeah. reasons why people don't play video games. It's not because they see it as inferior. There are many reasons. Yeah, We're not like, literally can't, and other people just don't wanna. Yeah, like, and they and to their credit, they did you know say stuff like. We're not making this as a replacement. We're making this to bring this story to new audiences so that they can experience it. Uh-huh. Like, two audiences who either may or may not want to or be able to play video games. And that leads into me, you know, loving that the show exists because it and the game fit. They complement each other very well, I think. Like, they, they coexist in harmony because they both have something unique to offer. Mm-hmm. Like if you want more of a focus on action, if you want, if you're a gamer and want to like, <laughs> the, most, the most suppressed group of all, Damn you can't ever say the word gamer without you it can't. sounding like a meme. You can't, you can't, the word is tainted. It is like, it's, it's impossible. It's like saying among us, but but uh like if you if you you know if you play games or if you really want to play games and you are a fan of if you want more action and stuff and more exploration of the world and more then you know play the game if you want more of a focus on character and you know like story and you know maybe you're you're not savvy with a controller or you just don't like to play games or don't want to or can't, then watch the show. They both offer the same story, but in different experiences. And I think that's that's the way adaptation should be. Because this show, like ever ever since it started, it advertises the fuck out of the game. Like yes. they they constantly draw attention to it. They never they never try to like bury this, like even though you know. Craig said some goofy stuff about games and and whatnot, but they keep trying to draw attention to this game because yeah, it makes us money. Why why wouldn't we? But but still, it it draws attention to it, and I think this is adaptations of games should do. They should you know highlight the source material, like same same with you know comic book movies and what they should do, like highlight the source material and like what James Gunn's doing with. The, with the DCU like saying Mm -hmm. this is what we're adapting here's where you can get it and whatnot so I'm glad that if it had to exist like it wasn't necessary at all the show was not necessary no but I'm glad it exists for a new audience and as a way to just you know sit comfortably next to the game I I think I think it's great in that regard but one last thing before we stop. Where do we think, like, what are any theories we have for how they'll tackle part two in season two onwards? All right. Hmm. I'm not even... I don't think there's going to be... I don't think there'll be three flashback episodes per season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause that's just not feasible. 
Mm-hmm. They they got away with the two this season, and they worked fine. But you can't you can't have like two episodes of Ellie skulking around Seattle, murdering in, in a small army a day, and then cut to that time Joel showed her a dinosaur for an ep- whole episode. You know, mm-hmm. like I, don't, I feel like part part two is so weird because like. You you know me. I I don't like its pacing and structure, but I if you tweak it just a little, it would definitely work a lot better as a TV show. Mm-hmm. I I I don't I don't know how I'd feel if they kept the like the first half is all Ellie, and then we hard stop and focus on Abby for the next half, like mm-hmm. the. The other nine episodes or however long, like I, I don't know how I'd feel about that because I, I think it, I think you'd be asking too much of your audience, you know. Mm. But that again, this is my own bias because I've been extremely vocal. I don't like part two, but that's a whole other thing. Uh, but but if they do it just right, it could work. Mm-hmm. I I'm not. I am not sure how I, I don't make TV shows, uh, <laughs> but it could. I just don't know if I'd want that, you know, because mm-hmm. like, like I said, I don't like part two much, but. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, like, I think, you know, the when you hear that they're splitting part two into multiple seasons, the first inclination you have is. Oh, one season will be Ellie's story and the other season will be Abby's story. I don't think that's possible mainly because, you know, we see we see Abby have her stuff at the beginning of the game and also we cut ba- we go back to Ellie's perspective at the end. Yeah. Like for the for the last like 3 or 2 hours. Like so and that would take multiple episodes cuz you have, you know, back in the farmhouse and then going to Santa Barbara, like it, it it would be difficult to just like have to have like season three be Abby's story. And then the last two episodes, Ellie comes back as the protagonist of it and we follow her for it. Cause that would be weird pacing for a season. Um, so it, it's hard to say, cause they did say we're keeping it vague how seasons it would be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if they're going to do this, these seasons would have to be shot back to back. Like they would have to. Yeah. Like, I, cause like, I'm sorry. A lot of people playing the game weren't really a fan of having to wait 15 hours to get back to the scene with Abby and Ellie in the theater. People are going to be livid if they have to wait a whole fucking year. Yeah. Like, and then some, because then the, you got the rest of the other season to get through. Yeah, like it. They're like they're saying they might start shooting later this year. I don't think that's going to happen because no, unless they've already started writing, like which they could have. Um, I feel like in order to because you got to build sets, you got to reuse sets between seasons. Yeah, the the only scene I can think of that they could film like this year would be the the shit in the museum, you know? Mm-hmm. The flat all, all the stuff in the past. Like yeah. 
like the opening scene with uh, them and Jackson, Joel telling Tommy about, and the song scene where Joel plays Avril Lavigne in this universe. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, like all that stuff before the main story's timeline. Um, what they could do is just to be risky, even like they could have Ellie and Abby back to back, like you know, both have go cut in between them, you know, like a show would. Like, um, f- maybe they make they add some new plot elements that would give season two a cliffhanger ending. And then go into three, and they continue from like day two or three or something. Yeah. Until, you know, the ending. They could do that because they said that some things will be very different. Some things will be the exact same. Mm -hmm. Same approach as this show, but probably even more so because part two is a very, like you said, weirdly structured game. So it, it really depends. It really depends on what they choose to change or add or take out. My thing is, like, I hope they keep, you know, they make good on their promise of we're adding more infected, we're adding more action, mm-hmm. because this mm-hmm. story is inherently tied with action and violence. Mm-hmm. So you can't really cut those out and only keep yeah, a select few in. You can't SpongeBob roller coaster this shit. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta go all in. Yeah. But, yeah, like, it. There's a lot of avenues they could go. A lot of them can make it work. A lot of them could make it crash and burn. Um, they they could go insane and be like, we'll do the majority of the game in Season 2, and then everything from the ending of Season 2 the ending of the game is Season 3. We stretch mm-hmm. that out to one season. They could mm-hmm. do that. I think if they played their cards right, they could make that work. If they add in some more story stuff to it, but it really just, you know, like, again, it all depends because this is all uncharted territory now. Like, right. The story of part two is not as protected as the first game is. No. Like, it's a very divisive game. It still has a lot of people that love it. Um, but there I'm is talking more... to one of them right now. Yeah. <laughs> but there are, are a they lot in of... the room with us now. <laughs> The bad oh, game no. in the room with us right now. Oh no! <laughs> but uh, there, like, yeah, there, there's a lot of ways they could go about splitting this up into multiple seasons. Um, the only way they could keep it in one season is, is if they did Daredevil: Born Again and made it 18 up. That's the only right. way. Like. Right, and he, I don't, I don't think they're gonna be able to go that far. That would, that would be a very expensive season. It this is already like one of the most expensive shows ever. It would be even more so. Yeah, if you double yeah. the amount of episodes, like Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I think they did very good for this season, and like people have said, it sh- it was too short. I think maybe one more episode could have been. Th- fine but i don't see like what they could have really added other Mm -hmm. than just making certain episodes longer like you get what i mean like like uh um i was talking to a friend of ours recently and and the he he was um saying that like uh uh there should have been an episode of ellie just learning 
to survive on our own in between Left Behind and the David episode. And like, I definitely, I definitely get that. I just feel like there wouldn't have been much to it for to justify a full episode. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Like it, it, it covered every chapter of the game and then some. So that's all I could really ask for. Um, so I hope they do part two justice and I hope that they can, you know, like, cause they're not going to, you know, change everything that people didn't like about the game. That's, that's just not feasible. Like they're not going to admit that their game is bad. Like they're not going to, but I hope that they can do it in a way that, you know, people like you who, you know, do not like the game and do not like how it was and how it was done can come to enjoy how it's done in the show. I hope so. Because yeah. believe it or not, I want people to like things. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, and I, I do want to like it. So, like, I hope... I, 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 considering how this, this season went, I, I feel like I will probably like the show version more than the game. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I, I do hope to see what they what they come up with. Yeah, I I hope so. I I wonder if they'll do any like further like um like development on Abby's friends and stuff like um it there's a lot they can do. Like if they'll do more development for, for Dina and Jesse and whatnot. Because of the timeline, PSP girl now plays on the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> That's true. Play Metroid Fusion. Oh, that would be cool. Wait, wait did no. that come out yet? Maybe. It needs to be a Warner Brothers game because they changed uh, their the game they made themselves to Mortal Kombat 2 for the show. She either plays Metroid Fusion or she plays not. <laughs> did that come out? Uh, Jazz and 2. Okay, we're safe. Yay. It can happen. Yay. It can happen. <laughs> I'll convert the world into Metroid fans one way or another. Exactly. Based. Just shoot the fucking ceiling. It's not that hard. <laughs> shoot everything. Shoot everything. <sighs> but, uh... Shoot it forever. <laughs> Any but but yeah, like uh season two and three, I hope they're good. I think they should just go ahead and grow season three. Like, cause I mean, they did. I mean, it's an, it's pretty clear that they will, but like, just say three is coming and that like they'll shoot them because uh-huh. that's the way I think they should do it. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, any last thoughts on this show before we wrap up? Uh, just I I wait season two. For the final ride, Crazy Joel and his guns <laughs> before getting killed by a golf club. I feel like that's the thing. I think they're gonna have, like, they're gonna have more stuff with him in the show. Probably. Like, definitely don't take away from the impact of death, but like, Pedro Pascal has become such an icon. Like, right. it's a new level of like they they're very much facing a new level. A fan backlash if like oh, no people stick to it. So it's all the Petros awesome getting killed in the eighty six movie. <laughs> uh, that God. shit murdered children. Yeah, it did. 
It destroyed families. <laughs> and they keep doing it. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Every fucking show he dies. It's hilarious. <laughs> real, real. They keep getting more brutal with it in some of them. Like, one of them, he crumples into dust. Damn. A Thanos. <laughs> he did. <sighs> but, yeah, no, I'm... I'm very glad this show exists. I was I remember when it was announced three years ago. I was in mm. I was in screenwriting class, I looked at my phone, and HBO was like, Yeah, we're making this shit. Yeehaw. And then yeah. I was gonna, <laughs> And I was just like, Oh it's happening. And and then you know, COVID like, you know, pushed pushed things back. Obviously but then you no. Know, what? Then the one-two punch of Gina Carano getting fired, Pedro Pascal getting hired. God. What a legendary God. day that was. I still that think was about so, it. That was so fucking funny. It was such a beautiful day. It was wonderful. Yeah. You you saw fucking EVS trying to clown on Pedro for that shit today, right? Mm-hmm. I did, and he just... All of Chile came... He just fucking like put a... Like, just fucking dunked on him like yeah, fucking you can't shit. even see his chuds in the comments it's all like yeah no, it's I, all Pedro Pascal fans and you know what I think it's because even most of his fucking stupid idiot fans also still like Pedro Pascal yeah <laughs> like it's uh like people who try to blame Pedro for anything with Gina Carano are so fucking stupid and brain dead fucking stupid like bro get over it also you were sending her death threats like the week of that episode coming out. Shut up. What? No, we didn't. What are you, you talking about? You only started about? to like her when you realized, hey, she's just like us for real. <laughs> Literally, God. <laughs> oh, fuck. Grifting oh, wait, is a Hold on, she's spitting. <laughs> oh, f- I hate grifters. Grifters. It's okay, because her latest movie made like $300. So <laughs> it literally did. It only made like a few hundred. That's because because conservative fans hated uh, a woman as a main character of an action. Right? <laughs> you can't win with these idiots, Gina. Like being you a can't... pick me isn't gonna work out for you, for the type of roles you want. Yeah, it's not gonna cause, work. Cause like, cause you know we hate you because you're a whole person. They hate you because you're a woman. Yeah, like <laughs> with arms. Oh God. Oh like, fuck. You can't win. Give up. Go away. Literally. Uh, but but yeah, like I'm very happy that you know it's been a long time. They tried getting this adapted to live action, like for years. Screen Gems was going to do it, and it was going to be dog shit. Nope. Sam Raimi was going to direct it, but they wanted it to be darker or more action packed in. Sexier, apparently, is the words that you, um, which I don't even want to know what that meant. Um, <laughs> but the, the there's and people are like, oh, we could have gotten the movie with Hugh Jackman as and and Elliot Page as as Elliot. El- Elliot would not have been Ellie even back then. He was right. too old, and he didn't yeah. like them. 
And Hugh Jackman, like, that's always been a p- fucking pipe dream. Cast, like, come along. Like, yeah, no. He's. You want to see fucking Hugh Jackman as Joel? Last... Yeah, like, watch Logan. Like, just watch Logan. Like, same fucking story. That's all you need. Like, ugh, also, you, like... you should just watch Logan. <laughs> yeah, it's a good movie. I love the thought. part where he scream. Yeah, he's funny. But I, I do still think about the part where he's running through the woods and the soldiers turn around, just start screwing. Oh fuck! It's the wolf, <laughs> and they die. <laughs> oh god, it's a good movie. Good movie. But yeah, it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Ugh, this was a long one. I will hopefully try to trim this down. We will see. Um, I'm very happy the show exists, and I hope that season two comes out soon. Yeah. Anyway, um, thank y'all for joining us for this long episode of of, of Water Punch. Oh Jesus! Um, it is one in follow- the morning. <laughs> <laughs> you want to follow us on Twitter? It's uh, at Boulder Punch Pod. You can follow us for you know, like all of our updates on episodes and shit. Um. Thank y'all, and uh, we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.